Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. Featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome, Pulp Mech Show, live from Las Vegas on a Monday night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you. We're live in Las Vegas, and uh, we got a crap load to talk about. Southwick has come and gone, and uh, it is gone now, forever, and that's too, too bad. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix all on board on this Monday night. Uh, John Dowd, Jessica Patterson, all coming on the show. Uh, my co-host uh, the, tonight, um, he's back after, um, I don't know where he went, but he, thankfully he's back because he didn't lose all his money on the tables in Las Vegas. None other than the former factory Suzuki rider, factory Yamaha rider, Buku rider, David Villeman. What's up, DV? Good. How are you doing? Thanks for coming. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you didn't – like, you came to Vegas early, I saw. And I'm glad you didn't lose your shirt on poker and then get to go home. Yeah, I've been here for a while. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go home now. <laughs> ready to go home. Oh, you're up, right? I'm up. Okay. Yeah, that's right. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, DV's appearance here brought to you by Atlas Brace. Atlas Brace, born and fuel from a rider's perspective. It's designed by a racer and refined over a three-year period by engineers and experts – then tested by some of the top professional riders. Uh, Villapoto, Weimarware, Atlas. Why don't you? Atlasbrace.com. They're giving away free neck braces if you're a pro and you race uh, a certain number of nationals. Folks at Atlas Brace have lost their mind. And uh, it's uh, awesome to have them on the show. So thank you. Also, in studio, um, the talented uh, pit reporter from NBC Sports Nationals. You've seen her this summer a whole bunch. You'll be seeing her more. She started last year. Uh, she lives in Vegas. We somehow managed to... Get her down here. I don't know how. Uh, Kelly Stavis. What's up? How are you? I'm great. Thank how are you? you? Good. Thank you for coming. Thanks for asking it's, me on. It's very rare to have a girl in here. Yeah. yeah I, just, I, I, don't wanna, <laughs> I can see why. I don't want to creep you out or nothing, but <laughs> we don't get a lot of girls. Um, Keep my distance. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's cuter than Ping. Yeah. 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 So cuter than Ping and yeah. maybe probably the hottest girl that's ever been in here. Truthfully. Oh, yeah? You're way too kind. <laughs> um, uh, Pookie, Pookie is um, listening. No, well, she comes up and down, though. She's not on the show. Uh my wife is my wife wow. is for sure wow. the most beautiful woman who's ever been. You got that right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, thanks for coming. We're going to talk Southwick with you a little bit about your background and cool. where you come from and what you think of our stupid sport um, <laughs> and all that. Uh, taking your calls, producing the show, handling everything behind the scenes, um, probably screwing some things up tonight. Mm. None other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? What's up, guy? How are you? Great. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I forgot off- to say... You forgot to sexiest voice in Moto Radio. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> didn't see it coming. No, stop it, tits, but I like it. <laughs> stop it. That's uh, yeah. Love this guy right here. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. We got the, the the race tech suspension email segment coming up. BTOsports.com. Uh, tweet at tits segment. Uh, his his nickname is Tits Legendary. Got Kelly, it. you're probably wondering what's going on, but. That's his name. I love it. It's that's his nick, his Twitter name. Everybody calls him that. So that's uh, a long story. Just he's tits. Right. Uh, uh, Nfab bang and bar segment too. Jessica Patterson, Nfab Yamaha rider. 
uh, going to be on. Jessica, seventh time now, WMX champion. And John Dowd, uh, DV, I didn't clear John Dowd with you. Um, he did beat you in 98 for the 125 Supercross title. Yeah. Is that okay? Uh, a lot of people beat me, so it's fine. <laughs> Not that many. <laughs> did you know he's an 11-time Supercross and Motocross winner, Kelly? Wow. I yeah. do know. Uh, nine awesome. Supercrosses. Seven Supercrosses. Seven Supercrosses. Wow. And that would be four Nationals. Four Nationals. So, That's uh, huge. He blew it. He blew it uh, badly in uh, uh, 2000. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about. He built you Let's talk about. Let's talk about ten years ago. Uh, I know you again. like that. I know you like doing that. You love <laughs> going down that path. Um, and Jason Thomas will be on later. Also, uh, we're going to give away a uh, Fly F2 helmet. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Um, we're just going to give it away to a random caller. So yeah, just. Um, Call in, ask Kelly, ask DV, JT, Tits, uh, one of our guests, a question, and uh, you could win that helmet. That easy. It's that easy. Hold um, the coffee. It's good. Yeah, I needed it. Um, well, right off the bat, let's go to Oliver. Oliver, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for uh, listening. What's going on? Um, first of all, I just want to say to Kelly, dude, you are so awesome. Like, you're so much more better than that redhead. I don't know what they're doing with that girl. <laughs> what redhead? What are you talking about? The, 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 she, she's the, 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 the rat ray. Yeah, the, the rat ray. And, no, she uh, doesn't have red hair. And Darren Dermot. She doesn't Darren have red hair. And rat ray. She doesn't have red hair. What are you talking about? Just though. the other one would work, but all right. Well, thank you, but I, she has no experience in this either, so got to cut her a little Hold break. on a second. No. No, that's you bull- didn't either. Yeah. You didn't either. You came out Literally, you had a week's notice for a last day. year? A day. Yeah. Hey, Kelly, there's a sport called <laughs> motocross last year. Come on out and cover that it. That was pretty much it. They go, have you heard of it? I right. was like, yeah, I've heard of it. What do you know about it? Not much, but, you know, right. you put in the homework and do what you can do. Keywords, putting in the homework. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyways, but I don't want to turn this into, I, no. I forgot her name. Um, she's very nice. Um, I don't want to. Put, put in a, a yeah, I don't, I don't want to take her down or anything, but she needs to do a little more homework. All right, what's up? What else, Oliver? Is that it? No, I just wanted to um, ask, what's going on with Kyle Chisholm? Like, is he hurt, or is he coming back to outdoors, or what's going on? He is hurt. He crashed hard in um, St. Louis. Yeah, I know. I yep. saw him at one of the Supercrosses. He's not coming back this year for outdoors. Maybe at the end. Um, thanks for uh, reading Pulpamex.com, because I had a big interview <laughs> with Kyle about two weeks ago. Is he, is he going to be on that? I mean, I heard that Velocity 3 team is folding up. Like, is he just going to go privateer or? Um, yeah, the Velocity 3 team is gone. It's gone, Oliver. Um, yeah. I, I think if he came back at all, he'd be with Rock River. Um, oh. But I don't think he's coming back for the outdoors this year. He had some pretty bad injuries. Then he had, like, something else go wrong where he got something fixed in his knee. So I don't see him back this summer. But for sure, Supercross 2014 with somebody. Uh, thank, so, uh, thank you, Steve. Thanks, Oliver. Um all right, everybody. Uh, Southwick. Uh, you know what? Let's take. We got a girl in the studio for the first time ever. Or very ever? rarely. No, not the first time. Oh, I thought well, we had the stripper. We had the stripper. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a porn star. We had we had a porn star, Jenna Hayes. And then we had a stripper come in. Somebody brought in. But maybe the first classy girl. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Because Georgia Lindsay's been in here. Yeah. Uh, oh, anyway, Georgia's great. Yeah. Uh, Sarah. Sarah's on the line. What's up, Sarah? Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you for uh, calling. Thank you guys for having me. What's what's going on? What's your question? Uh, I just wanted to wonder what all you guys think about you know the WMX being reduced down to a triple crown this year, and if you think there is a future for women in motocross, and you know where that's going to go, and what's going to happen, how to get the support to bring it back. 
Um, I'm going to ask Jessica some of those questions, too, about that. Uh, yeah, reduced to three rounds this year, the WMX. And, and all, truthfully, I would be surprised to see it come back next year. It's, um, it's just, just the sponsorship isn't there. The industry isn't supporting it. The teams don't have the money to put WMX riders on the track. I mean, we have guys in 10th place, 12th place that are literally, you know, racing for purse money only. So it's tough to, like, you know, we're not healthy enough in the man's side to support the women is sort of how I feel it. Um, I don't know what we need to do to get it back. I mean, the MX Sports gave it like they tried for three, four years. You know, I don't know, Sarah. Uh, I don't like I don't like the odds of it coming back next year. Right, I understand. Hopefully we can promote the sport as a whole and bring it back on the men's side and, yeah, and the I mean, women's as well. No, absolutely. It'd be good. I just don't think with the with the economy the way it is and, and sort of the way it's crashed, I don't think that uh, the support is there right now. If we get healthier, DV, maybe it can come back. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But I think so. I, I, I don't, no, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see um, – I don't know. I don't see the the budget – that they spend on Roman racing being justified by sales, by, you know, exposure. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing there. There's nothing there. I think it's a cool series. I think they need to have uh, some sort of racing, but it's maybe too big of a stage for them. Right. You know. All right, Sarah. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Oh, wow. What a calls. Do I take this guy's call? He's probably going to insult. <laughs> what? You, uh, yeah. you sounded a little sexist on this answer. Oh, I did? You said like men has to support women and stuff like that. <laughs> you got to be careful, but I don't, I don't know. But do we want to put Sinjin through? Because <laughs> do you think he's going to say something rude to Kelly? No, no, okay. Sinjin no. just no, just Sinjin. What's I'm up? I'm not going to say anything rude about that. Okay, Mom. because you've been known to be a little rude to some of our guests. No, she's she's way better than the other girl, but I'm not going to go all into that. But um, I have a question and a comment. Yes. Question is uh, <laughs> that a uh, Rock River team? Do they? Uh, like, do you think any of the riders, like LeMay or anything, do they get paid at all from them, or is it just, no. like, expenses, expenses are they paid for? I, I don't think they even get expenses. I think they get their bikes brought to the races and a bit of a support tr- team, you know, in, as far as a truck driver and uh, a few people to help out, um, and maybe some – and they're all sort of supported by Yamaha, but no. Yeah, I, I don't – they're factory supported by Yamaha, correct? The Rock well, River is, like, slightly? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they just get bikes and parts or whatever, but – uh um. No, I'm pretty sure the guys are on the expenses for all the guys are on the hook for all the expenses and everything. Okay, and then the comment is: I was up in Mammoth this, like this weekend with Jamie from Tech One Designs. Dude, he says he's trying to do giveaways. You should, you should get some uh, giveaways going for Tech One Designs. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I've told him to do that. I, I said to uh, to email me and we'll get some, we'll get some stuff going. Okay, next show if there's not a giveaway, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Okay, all right, that sounds good. Hey, weren't you gonna cut your balls off if Jimmy Albertson didn't top ten? <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't even line up, so how can I do that? I'm just saying. Keep, keep your word, man. Yeah, bro. He didn't top 10. Cut him off. All right, fine. I, I, I was on the show, too. Oh, bro, bro, that was oh, that, yeah. that, yeah. that. All right, have a good show. All show. right, see you, Sinjin. Okay. All right. <laughs> now we got that out of the way. Um, all right, so Southwick, uh, gone. Um, Kelly, that was your first time there? Or did you Second. go last, you went last year? Yeah, okay. it's one of the few. Kind of a cool deal, right? Like right in a town like that? And, yeah. Yeah. Totally different, unique. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, I don't know its history and I haven't experienced it on that stage, but you can tell from the reactions of everyone, the fans, the writers, that yeah. it, you know, it's a place that meant a lot to so many people. So it is it's yeah. a total bummer. Yeah. And, it, you know, and the way it's going, it just, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, DV, um, 
Thoughts on the last Southwick? You ever win there? No. no. No, I got three of the best, I think. And your bike, your bike, your clutch. Yeah, let's go again. Let's, okay. let's right. talk about this. Um, the, what the, do you the, think the about Southwick going away? It's, it, it, it basically boils down the Legion who own the land want to raise the rates on the promoters who run the race, and the promoters say, we can't make a profit if, if you want more money, and we're out. And the Legion says, all right, we want more money, so, you know, see you later. It's kind of how it boils down. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of, you know. It seems weird because they have to make money with amateur racing. It's not only the nationals. Yeah. You know, nationals, like, from what I've heard, scoops like maybe 200, 250, you know, mm-hmm. maybe um, net. So it's it's not that big of a of a deal. It's not a big yeah. money maker, right. you know. Like, I think every the open days, the amateur racing makes a lot of money too. So you don't know how much the lease is, is and you don't know how much they pay to have a national. You, you know, it's kind of tough to figure it out. But for me, Southwick is... Really iconic because I grew up race, um, you know, watching the Nationals and, you know, and I remember all the Frog Pond and, yeah. and, and those Fox Racing videos and Southwick was, you know, maybe for me as a teenager, the most iconic race on the circuit. Yeah, like the so, first time you went there, it was pretty special. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, you yeah. know what, like, we went there like a week before to do Amateur Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually won and, and beat Dowdy that day. That was a, a big, yeah, <laughs> yeah, big biggest deal. accomplishment in uh, <laughs> Southwick. And um, and before I got to the track, I was like super nervous because I was almost scared of it. You know, yeah. like I didn't know what to expect really. Mm-hmm. But it was fine. It was really fun. You know, you had to be fit and, you know, the bike had to be set up right. And, um, uh, and I think it was tougher back in the day. You know, I always say that, but I think the track this weekend was well, super flat, super um, uh, fast, mm-hmm. not really rough. And uh, it was so, so rough and this and that. And I watched on TV. I'm like, dude, go back like 20 well, years ago and I see what's I think what's happened is know, the sand rough. has just been – the sand is just going away. Going away. The base is getting harder and harder from even when I – first time I went there was 1996. And I definitely remember it being more powdery, more pillowy, and I think sand is just going away, and it's not like they're bringing in new sand, you know? So, um, who's the fastest sand rider you've ever seen in your life? Ooh, that's a tough one. Tough one. Uh, now, uh, Tim, Tim Ferry? I'll, I'll, there's Erlings, you know, I think is really good. Averos was great. and uh, But I've seen, like, Pedro Tractor back in oh, the he was 90s. Good? Yeah. Mark the River. You know, was mm-hmm. super fast too. You know, but uh, Southwick is different than it, it is, European yeah. sand. You know, yeah, I, you yeah. know. Last year, you you saw the American team in Lomo. They couldn't go like three turns, and they you know they <laughs> right. didn't know where they were. There was yeah. it's like night and day different. You know, and uh, Holland and Belgium sand is insane. You yeah. know, I've, you know, I've raced there all, all my life. I I know. I've, and Southwick is more like. Um, no, it's Redbud and Southwick for me is the same track. You know, it's as Sandy, you know. No, you're high again. No. <laughs> you're, you're, no. I'm I mean, telling you, Redbud on the low side is Southwick. It's the same thing. Everybody makes a big deal about, oh, it's a Sandy and this and that. And now nowadays. I the, know everything. The, the bike setups, <laughs> the bike setups and everything is way closer to yes. a regular track than it used to be. I would agree with that, yeah. Because it's more choppy. There's no more rollers. You don't have to bring the um, 
you don't have to run your front end really high. You know, sometimes yeah. we put like the the tubes inside the yeah, yeah, the triple clamps right. to make the bike really high on the front. You don't have to do that anymore because it's really choppy like a regular track. There's a regular ruts, no really big berms with big rollers and um so it's right. but once again it's it sucks that it's not there anymore because it was it's really iconic and it's great on TV, you know, sand and everything. So um, I liked it. You listen to Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Uh, John Dowd, Jessica Patterson, Kelly Stavis in studio right now. You can get this show on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher. You can get it on the Pulpamex app. You can listen live on TuneIn. Tits, did you tweet all that stuff about our, our sponsors? You better our lovely sponsors? It. All right. I, I, I got to make sure of that. Got to watch you. Um, uh, Kelly, uh, I saw you after the last moto interviewing John Dowd, 47 yes. years old. Yeah. He hung it up finally. <laughs> uh, it's a cool story, huh? It's so cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean – 47 and scoring points and is and when and I had to go back and look at the sheet and it's like right. this guy was on the podium at age 44 <laughs> right you know yeah. and and just what you're saying like a lot of the guys that I even got used to interviewing on the podium last year yeah I haven't seen all season because the competition is just that deep and yet here's a guy that is <laughs> yeah. still putting up points yeah he's 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 it's he's crazy it's nuts and he's such a nice nice man uh started pro racing first national in Southwark was 87 1987, right. and uh, yeah, it's just just nuts. Um, I love what Emig said. He said, "You know, Dowd started two years before me. I've been retired for 14 years, <laughs> yeah, and he's still point. going." Right, that's know? a good point. Yeah, Dowdy. It's too bad to see him go. Um, and we'll talk to him here in a little bit about it. Um, and I want to get DV. I want to ask you your favorite John Dowd memory. So, brush up. Um, I have no idea, dude. Well, just give me. A, you were teammates with the guy 10, 15 years ago. I wasn't teammate with him. You weren't teammates. No, we kind of. I was kind of like half teammate. You're good enough, okay? No, no, I was, <laughs> you rode the Yamaha track with him, with yeah. Like. I was half teammate. I was never in a team with him because when I signed with Yamaha in 2000, he went to Cali. Uh, I know, but you. So you we kind of like. Just, I kind of like took his spot, basically, kind of. You were teammates. I don't want to hear about it. Give me your best John Dowd memory when we get him on, okay? <laughs> don't don't talk back. <laughs> hey, uh, you didn't get to go to Southwick, but I did, and I took a jar of sand home uh, from the first so turn. Did Jeff. I heard. I was pissed because I thought I thought of, I thought I was the only one who thought of that. Everybody was doing it. It was uh, do you well, black girls with like uh, water bottles. I heard. Sand and on my it. wife told me. Yeah. yeah. Just like, would you, you Would you like to purchase some of my Southwick sand? No, though? no. You can shove it. <laughs> you know, I will sell it on you if you don't want it. No. Okay, everybody, look on eBay soon. You'll see Southwick sand. I'm charging five dollars a jar, um, but I've got it. Hey, um, what do we want to talk about first? Two fifties or four fifties? What do you want to do? You're first? the boss, bud. Okay, um, let's go. 250s. I wrote this a few weeks ago in my column. The whole series is coming down to whether John, uh, Eli Tomac can get a start. That's it. If he gets a start, he's been winning. If he doesn't, like he did in the second moto, uh, you know, Kenny breaks free or Marvin has been fast. That's the whole thing. It's boiling down to jo- to jo- Eli Tomac start. Don't you think he's become a little bit like Blake Baggett of last year, where now he can. He, he's putting in the late charge? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, more so than Blake, certainly. Yeah. At least, like, Bud's Creek Blake was really good, but this weekend, second moto, man, he just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't make it happen. It was weird. I think he fell once, too. But um, uh, Eli Tomac would have won, no doubt. I think had he gotten a second moto start, just he can't do it right now. And that's where that series is boiling down to because Kenny Roxon's always up front. Your buddy Marvin, the other Frenchman, he had a bad day. We talked about it a few weeks ago. But Marvin, I don't I know, know if you yeah, remember. B- balls out. No balls out. On yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, 
I'm, I had my crystal ball, and I'm telling you, you know, Marvin is a great writer. It's really technical, maybe the most technical of all. But on tracks like this, you have to just freaking close your eyes, open the throttle, and just go for it. Right. And that's what he's not. He doesn't know how to do it because he never rode like this in Europe. But he's won Lomo before, you told me. Yeah, but Lomo is technical. It's not balls out. It's not technical. If it's you balls go, out. No, I was there, bro. Lomo is not balls, it's balls out. out. No, it's not it's balls, balls out. out. It's <laughs> If you go balls out, you go deep in the sand and you're not going anywhere. You have to kind of like stay on top of the sand and be really smart about it. All right. And I, I told you the last show I was on. Yeah. It was Butts Creek, Redbud, and Southwick. After those three races, you're going to see who's going to be in you, the front. You because said I said, it's, right. it's, it's tough, it's hot, it's physical, and you got to go balls out. Right. You know? That's what I'm so, saying. And, and, um, and Marvin can do it. He can do it because he's not um, used to it. You know, so is, and that's something he can't really practice on. In he, your opinion. He should go to Florida or something to Well, to tell practice. him to go to Florida. I know his dad. Uh, you're French. You know, you're, you're he mean. doesn't pay me to tell him what to do. And uh, people don't listen to me anyway. You're, but, well, yeah. you know what? I was, blah, blah, blah. I, I was watching the race. I was watching Bus Creek. Yes. Bus Creek, not Southwick. Bus Creek. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And then uh, with the French buddies on my house. Were you at Bus Creek, Kelly? I can't remember. No. You were at no. the one before. High Point. No. So Tennessee was the last one. Tennessee? Story. Okay. Right. And uh, I watched First Moto. Roxanne, Marvin, dicing for second or whatever. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, After the first motor, I'm like, I saw Tomac ride. I saw the lap times. I said, Tomac and, and Bagger is going to go 1-2 one, two, or 2-1 two, in second motor. And I'm telling you, I told my friends, Roxanne and Marvin won't be on the podium because they don't have that um, well, know, no, stamina or fitness or well, these, these TV people are coming in, and they're making four live motos now, and that's what's hurting these guys. Why? You know, no, the right, the without, the, br- yeah. without the break. Yeah. Right. It's tough for these guys. Yeah. A lot of people are complaining. But it's, they're, it's, all, it's tough they're for, all in it together. You know what? Right? It's yeah. tough for us to change to three channels in one day, too. <laughs> it's really oh, I've heard all about it. I have it. to swap mic flags. How do you think yeah. I feel? Right. Yeah, it's, slide it's, it off. Insane. Slide the new one on. It's super Slide tough. on, slide <laughs> off. Just like... So, yeah, I think... Um, it's not the start. I think it's, it's on Tomac to win or not. Yes, it's going to help. But is is Marvin or Roxanne going to find the little fitness they need to this summer? This summer, you know, it's insane. It's hot. Yeah. Even, you know, Dida can be hot super hot. for me hot. watching and it, then, bro. You know, yeah. you see Tomac is wide open and he knows he can do 35 twice wide open. Whatever happens. Look, Marvin crash on the start. He go balls out 35, second moto. Right. Juice is out. He yeah. can do that. Right. You know? So that's – and that's, that's what happened in um, Bus Creek with Roxanne too. Right. It happened in Colorado too. Yes, yes. So, you know, Roxanne is on the edge of not being able to do 235s. And Tomac knows that. And it doesn't matter. He started 18th in Bus Creek and won the moto. Yeah. So if – I don't think the start is the only problem. Okay. I think you're, I think you're right. Um, so, does – is this championship coming down to Blake Baggett and Eli Tomac? Because of the – I mean, is that what you think? Or is Baggett – I mean, Baggett's hot and cold. I can't figure him out. I don't. Right. 
I don't know what I don't. We don't see the bag from last year. No, his wrist is you hurting. You had a glimpse of him yeah. at Bud's Creek for yeah. sure. But, but it's hard to know how much his wrist is. I mean, you can put a lot on the wrist because I'm sure that's that's still an issue. Yeah. But then you see him at Bud's yeah. Creek and you're like, wait a minute. I'm he's with 42, you, yeah. pa- 42 points out. Oh, he's going to win. I don't know. He's the Chupacabra. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> El Chupacabra. The, yeah, but if there is a tsunami somewhere, yes, maybe he's going to win the championship. But what? right now it's Tomac and Roxon. You know, I don't see – how can you – with those four guys, they're going to go one and four for the yeah. rest of the series. Or do you how, get 40 how, points? Where do you find 40 points? Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. So. Um, hey, moving to the 450 class. Already? Well, I'll, we'll get back to 250s, but I, I have a little bit of an agenda I'm getting to. Um, we got to get Kelly's I- information in. We gotta get, My life story. Yeah, JT will be on later. Your buddy JT will be on. Talk ESPN, about, uh, yes. yeah, uh, life story or whatever. Hey, <laughs> for 20 minutes, DV, it was raining yellow. It was raining yellow for 20 minutes. And then what, what happened? Did he switch bike and he, he rode a Yamaha 415? Yeah. At one point yeah. He switched. <laughs> and, then, and then... Yamaha and, gets a bad rap for their bike right now. Oh, okay. Kelly. And, and he all rode Yamaha, won everything on right. Yamaha, made millions of dollars on Yamaha. Barry <laughs> loves Yamaha. We're wearing blue right now. He's got. He owns a nightclub. My, my blood. My runs, blood. He, runs, he, he blue. owns a nightclub in France. Really? Its name is Le Blue. No. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Um, I'm but, a big Yamaha guy, but I'm also a guy that don't take any crap about finding excuses where there's not. Last show we were on, we had guys that were struggling this year, and their excuse was the, the field is so deep, you know, and that's why so many people. We see, like, out of nowhere, uh, what's his name? Australian dude. Metcalf. Metcalf. Fourth or fifth overall. Right. On a Cowie, though. Yeah. On a Cowie from uh, a, a, a Canadian guy. Yeah. Uh, C4MX. You got to say. Frenchy. Yeah. yeah. Thumbs up to, to this guy. Yeah. And he come up in top five, and the, the field is so deep, and, you know, you well, can't make a, a top five he, in a top form, ten. He's a former winner there. He hasn't raced for a year. <laughs> he's been hurt. He's, he come back. Metcalf is still Metcalf. He doesn't, you know transform himself in a Ricky Carmichael in six months, what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, so, that's why. Can we, and then, to, can we get back to James Stewart? And, and then we, the Yamaha, everybody <laughs> bashed on the Yamaha because they can win with it. And that pisses me off, and that's it. If it was another bike, I would say the same thing, if it's, it's a bad excuse. It's very angry Great radio. <laughs> um, uh, James Stewart, what's going on? Kelly, what, Oh, you're asking me? Well, like, I know. I've spoken I, to the guy once. <laughs> is he hard to no. get a hold of? Is he hard to talk to? Well, he's to? just not around yeah. and available. Yeah. So I don't really go knocking on trailer doors because I don't want, you know, the rumors to spread once I'm in someone's <laughs> motorhome. So <laughs> if I don't see him out in front of the trailer, it's... Yeah. No, I think it's... I will say this. As little as I know, a year ago, I think if James Stewart falls, he doesn't get back up and try to finish a moto and probably doesn't come out for moto two. Uh-huh. And this year, it just seems like no matter sort of what predicament he's in, he's, he's finishing him out as best he could. And f- what I got from the team after moto one was basically that they didn't really want him to compete in moto two, and it was his call, and he pushed for it. I was surprised he lined up for moto two. Absolutely. That was a big crash. It was. He hit his it head was, really bad. I've, I've seen it three times on TV. I'm like, dude, he got a, a big one again. What's going on Kinda with Kind of like him? almost like at the same spot he blew his engine like a few years ago. No, it remember? was. No, it was a little bit further back. Yeah, yeah just yeah, like right. the jump before. Yeah, yeah. But 
you know, I'm seriously like, yeah, we joke around with Baba, and I'm a huge Baba fan. I think he's the best writer. He's, he can do like what Vito Poto will not do ever on a motorcycle. But you know, he keeps crashing and crashing, and and since he turned pro in 2002, it's been like 11 years. He's been crashing so hard, but you know, and yes, he always, you know. Uh, stand up and he's always fine, but I'm scared for the guy. Seriously, other than yes, he's not winning anymore and and he can he, he has a tough time to be on the podium. I'm scared about his health and and what's going to happen to him if he keeps crashing like this. Seriously, I, I'm with you. It's not good. It's it's, it's not because it, you know it's what? It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's it's not. It's uh, actually uh, Jason Wygant had a great line about Baba. He's 27 years old. He's not that old, but he's got a lot of mileage on him. Yeah, and that's that's a great line because it is true. How many concussion did you get in that's, five? Well, I don't know. Well, who knows? But he's yeah. got a lot of mileage on him. He's like a car that's been used up a lot. You know, as far as you know, the more and more you hit the ground, the less and less you want to do it as you get older. You know, so um, RV was super fast, uh, unbelievably fast in that first moto. Ryan Dungey wins again. I went through the stats. Ryan Dungey has only been off the podium at Southwick one time. And it was when uh, he tied for third overall back in the lights days, in the 250 days. So wow. he's obviously pretty good there. I didn't realize he was that good. But then I was thinking, you know what? Man, I've never seen the dude really struggle here. He, you know, he had the bike. He had one time his bike wouldn't start, and he joined the race late. Right, um, right. And then one time he ran out of uh, – no, he, the... he had stopped for fuel. Yep. Yep, he had stopped for fuel. So there's certainly been a lot of things that's happened to him at, at Southwick. And good for Ryan Dungey to, to win. Uh, Kelly, um, and you, obviously you've only been to two races this year, but you did a lot of them last year. You, three you, this year. Three this year? No, yeah. I was at Thunder Valley. Oh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm an expert. Three three races out of six. <laughs> uh, not bad. Um, do you see uh, – last year, obviously, Ryan Dungey ran away with it. Right. Do you see, in your opinion, is Dungey going as fast as last year, worse than last year? Where's, where do you think he's – is he as good and Ryan Villapoto is just back in the series and that much better? I, I think so. I think he – and – and look, my opinion comes from also talking to other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and DV was saying everyone's talking about how deep the field is, and that's the same thing the writers are telling me. You know, like Jake Weimer was saying, "Hey, a year ago, you're, you're gonna get him mad." Oh no, <laughs> you're okay. gonna get him mad. All right. No, oh, finish your no, thought. Finish no, your thought. Maybe she's on my side. <laughs> well, I like where she's well, coming from. <laughs> well, you happen to bring up Jake Weimer right <laughs> at the, the. No, the I said a writer. I didn't name anybody. Oh, uh, was I'm it not Weimer? Name, uh, yeah, he was. Well, uh, anyway, he, he was on the show. Okay, and he was talking about deep. So it was. Well, because that's the same writer that's telling me a year ago you have a bad start. You knew you could still get a top 10, and he's saying yeah. it's just not happening this year. But I, the, the feeling I get, especially talking with Emig as we have dinners and stuff, is that Villapoto is just – he's sort of on another level. And yeah. so when Ryan's up there and that he's, he's pushing him at times, it, is that maybe Ryan's even better. And, you know, DV, you know, if once Stewart was out last year and Ryan Dungey did sort of run away with it – how much better can he get when he's not really being challenged? You know, I mean, unless he challenged him a couple times. Yeah, a but you bit, sort yeah. of go to your com- the rise to the level of your competition, I think. I think so, think. too. I believe, yeah. And so, you know, I think he's as good, if not better, than last year. It's just Villapota sort of yeah. one step above. I-, I wrote in my column maybe a month ago after Muddy Creek that I thought Barsha was the one that could push yeah. Villapoto. No. Uh, I don't know what to do. You know good what? call on that. <laughs> you know what? I think. What an idiot I am. I, I, I really think. <laughs> Dungey is closer to Vito Polo than you think. Yeah? He's, he's just 
he's scared to win. He's scared of. He's, he has a mental block with Viropoto because he's almost used to get second too much. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him getting mad and good in Supercross and railing Viropoto down in Supercross and outdoors last year. The first two races, he got second four times or whatever. Yeah, beyond yeah, Stewart. Stewart. But he was right there and he was holding ass and he was almost maybe better than Stewart. Yeah. Everybody says, oh, Stewart is another man and he won four motors in a row. Now, Dunge was right but there. But Dunge yeah, yeah. was right there. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, I was kind of like critical about Dunge like in the past, but, you know, I think he's, he's doing what he's, uh, what he's supposed to do. He just have, it seems like he has a mental block. When it's Vito Poto. I think if you put, let's say, Barsha Kennard at the same speed as Vito Poto in front of Denji, Denji will go and try more to pass him. You know, mm-hmm. I think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it happened to me too. Like with you, you with know, Tim Ferry. Like, like whenever Tim was in front of you, <laughs> my old rider I worked for, uh, I was a mechanic. For, so, remember, uh, I see that jersey and that jersey and that jersey and that picture. Yeah. <laughs> I think and, and 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 really I think Denji is better than everybody thinks and I think Well Tit no Tits thinks he's awesome. Yeah. And uh number one fan. And Denji right. I I think Denji underestimated himself too. That's what I think. And then okay. I think it's just a, a mental thing because the guy is good, he's fit, he's fast, he has everything. He has a great team a great team manager, like you know, everything yeah. is bike's great. good, yeah, bike's good too, yeah. Bike is great. And I think it's the you know that little bit of, you know, mental yeah. that could help him. He needs uh, a little more fire. Yeah, I don't know. More yeah. something to... More yeah. fire, I think so. I believe that. He like has fire. More, We've seen fire. He's got him. fire, but he RV has, has more fire. Yes. He has, but, the thing is, but the thing is, but the thing with RV, fire. <laughs> RV says, you know, RV knows he, he can be Denji straight yes, up. Yes, he knows. Yeah. Pushing him around. He knows, like, Denji can get pushed around and kind of, like, back off. You know, that's something that yeah. he needs to, you know, 180 degrees change. You know, yeah. he needs to go for it. You know, it's, and seriously, when he's behind Viropoto, he, he needs to tell himself, that's not Viropoto, it's Knaud or it's yeah. Alessio. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah, it's somebody at like Weimar. It's a green bike. <laughs> tell him it's Weimar. Yeah. Uh, 702 586 7857, if you got a question for Kelly Stavis, DV, uh, or Tits Legendary. Uh, Scott's been on hold for a while. Scott, what, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Great. Thanks for listening. Hey, uh, first, I want to start off by saying uh, Reed should put Mookie on a 2-2 bike next year. All right. <laughs> and uh, Stewart, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with the guy. It seems like every time he starts going fast, he crashes. Like He's getting lazy on the bike or something. Yeah, we, well, we just talked about that for a little bit. Obviously, you, you probably heard us uh, while we were talking about it. It's um, it's weird, man. I, I mean, if there was ever a race that he was going to win this year, uh, RV down in the first turn, Dungey struggling a little bit. Yeah, don't read those comments. Nah, I'm showing oh. you uh, uh, the picture artist took of us. Okay, don't read the comments on our chat room, Kelly. Why not? Will I be offended? Just, yeah, those people have no soul. <laughs> um all those people in the chat room are 95% dildos. <laughs> uh, it's our little drop we have. <laughs> um, anyway, Scott, I don't know, man. Like, if there was ever one he was going to win, it was this, this weekend. Shorty was right. in second. He was 10 seconds ahead. Um, cruising, there was no problems, and just the, the sand got him. So, Right. Um, I don't know, man. 
Okay, what about uh, J-Law? Heard anything from him? Nope. I. You raced R.E.M. last weekend. He raced R.E.M., yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah he did. I, I don't right. think he won. I think Lee he got did. A, no, he won. He won. He won in the 1-2-0-2-1 and one overall, and uh, he got in a fight with somebody. Ah, Shocking. What, what, a, what a triple <laughs> crown for Jason Lawson. That's J-Law. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, thanks, Scott. Gosh. Right on. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, Kelly's going to stick around. Uh, she's going to leave in a bit, a little bit. So let's get to her a little bit more. Um, I almost canceled your appearance on here after I read your website and said you are a Denver Broncos fan. Oh, who do you support? Silver and black. Oh, God. You're going to have to get it. <laughs> he's, gonna... he's from Canada. He only likes hockey. He doesn't, know. Oh, I, he yeah, doesn't I do, know. I do like hockey, but yeah, uh, I do not like the Denver Broncos. Okay. But, don't don't uh, give him started so, with hockey, please. Um, <laughs> born and raised Colorado. Yep. Um, uh, you actually have a real degree of some sort, <laughs> real, unlike anybody else in the, in the motocross world. Right. Um, uh, did some Colorado Rockies game, you were telling me one time. Did a little bit of those, uh, you know, covering that team for a little bit. Yeah, definitely started in yeah, stick and ball. Pull that thing up. A sports. Bit. There you go. Uh, yeah. So I was a sports anchor in Colorado. That's how I started for an NBC affiliate. Never. I mean, the most I did was show 30 seconds of NASCAR highlights. Okay. You know, yeah. each Sunday. That was the extent of my motorsports. So you're in studio in a, as a as a sports chick. Yes. A sports girl. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of cool. It. Didn't no, like it was it? cool. Didn't yeah, like it? No, I didn't love it. Yeah. The weatherman kept hitting on you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those weathermen. They're all it's sketchy. It's always the weatherman, It's always too. the weathermen. It's the easiest job in all of TV, by the way. Right? The weatherman. Right? I mean, really, if they get it wrong. Who cares? Right? I mean, no accountability right. whatsoever. Well, yeah. I mean, you're talking to God, like, trying to figure It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and Southern California weathermen. Yeah, good boy. Sunny and uh, 80 today. Right, which is what? <laughs> Some... Now they've just gone with like hot chicks with big boobs. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Because it's like, what else? Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah what exactly. does it matter? People are not looking at the old dude that's 60 years old telling you about a low pressure system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so from there, uh, you moved on to do some stuff on ESPN, some car stuff with ESPN. Yes. Uh, Red Bull Air, Air Racing. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That was, yeah, that was really cool. Uh-huh. That was traveling the world watching airplanes nearly crash. Yeah. yeah. I, I've seen it on TV a couple times. I never understood how they could control cutting the track but yeah it was uh, it was pretty wild well i mean look i can't tell you about the judges and how they judged mm-hmm. it properly but there were pylons that they had to be between and the wings had to be within a certain degree of angle and oh, yeah? i mean literally they had things in place to to measure to, it to figure that out and it was pretty wild but uh we truly had one plane go down um in perth australia the the, the pilot survived no oh, one okay. thought he would yeah, yeah. he survived and uh, had a near a near miss uh, later on, and then Red Bull pulled the plug on it. Oh, so, really? Yeah. They, they were, so it is because no more. of the danger. I think that was part of it, and then yeah. sort of the whole yeah. world economy crisis. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, did a lot of Le Mans stuff. You've done yes. some Baja One Thousand. Yeah, you're a very well-rounded motorsports uh, reporter. Like, I've become that way. Yeah, right. If you look at your thing, it's it's uh, it's it's, it's uh, street racing, uh, planes, um, NASCAR, <laughs> Le Mans, now yeah. motocross. Uh, uh, Lucas Oil truck, stuff. truck yeah. car racing. Yeah, no, it's every uh, form of four wheeled and two wheeled racing. Well, done. Yeah, somewhat. It seems like every time I just start to get the hang of a, a sport and yeah. actually know what I'm talking about, they're like, "Oh, sweet! So next year you'll go do this thing you've never heard of, you know, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. go find new people to enter, you know." So it's been a huge challenge, but it's it's fun actually. When I started in off road, Ricky Johnson was. Was the uh, color okay. guy? Oh, I didn't so know he, he color. nicknamed right. me Tits McGee. 
Oh yeah, from Web- so from Anchorman. So we, we share something. <laughs> oh, Tiss yeah, McGee, in Tiss legendary in studio. But it was like Tiss I had McGee. no idea who Ricky Johnson was, and at the time he like had braces, and he was just this like. Fun, and then uh, yeah. they were like, "No, he's, he's sort of a big deal. Right, People right. know him." And I was right, like, right. "Oh, cool!" And then like I finally started to get it, and then Do I have a f- there he is. There he's on that number one box. There he is, right there. That's Ricky Johnson. So, right. um, so then same, you know. Now I moved to this, and it's like Jeff Emig, and I, I mean, he's Emig's a, jersey he's, right a hall, you. he's a Hall of Famer. I had no idea who he was. Yeah. We have Hall of Fame in Motocross? Yeah. There's an AMA Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're not in it? Oh, that, oh another one? Okay, I don't so know, don't, don't talk don't about Jake Weimer and, and Deep no. Fields and, oh. and Hall it. of Fame. Right. You must be eligible for the Hall of Fame coming up. How long have you been retired for? I have no idea how that works. I don't it, care about this. Okay. The old, oh, the old guys, Do you get a so. vote on that, Steve? No, nobody cares about David uh, Coombs does. Probably Wygant okay. does. You know? Yeah. Um, um, so basically. Uh, last year, Georgia Lindsay was scheduled to do the uh, the pit reporting job for NBC. And I, oh, I imagine you you basically have it. What are you laughing at? Just the whole situation. I remember the story. Uh, uh, it's just funny. No. Um, so you're basically contracted by NBC or an employee of yes. NBC Sports, or I'm not a full employee because okay, no, so I still do stuff for ESPN and ABC. Oh, okay. Which is where I'll be next weekend. But so you're contracted for them, and it's yes. basically, hey, we have you for a year, and whatever we need you no. to do. No. Oh. So, like, NBC, I, I get a contract, and it's like, here's what I'm working on with you this year. And last year, obviously, it had nothing to do with motocross. And I was at Laguna Seca uh, doing, covering a race for ESPN and decided to stick around because I thought I had the next weekend off. I'm going to go play in San Fran. And yeah. I get a call from Rich O'Connor, who's a motorsports M- uh, producer for NBC, mm-hmm. and he said, where are you, and can you be in Sacramento tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah, I'm in San Francisco. Yeah. And he's like, Cool. Can you cover a motocross race? <laughs> that was it, huh? Yeah. yeah, and, then yeah. He go, and then I was like, yeah, totally. I'll do it. I'll be there, you know, and start trying to figure out the logistics. And then he said, oh, by the way, do you know anything about motocross? Yeah. And I was like, honestly, no, but I'll figure it out. No, like, just no. yeah, get yeah, me yeah. there. Right, I'll right. make it happen. Yeah. And I and I tell uh, I tell uh, Jason and Jeff, I've got still have my little like hotel, you know, like the little notepad that you can write like three right. words on. Right, right. I have like fifty of those because I was on the internet the night before I was driving out, like yeah. trying to figure out who's who. And like, there's some story about James Stewart who I had actually heard of right. um, switching teams, but I had no idea what a big deal it was. And right to go from JGR to, to right. Suzuki, right, right. So oh. imagine like, I, so I'm starting like just trying to get the backstories of these guys, like who's yeah. who's who, and, right. and and of course um, I'm sure. Tim Ferry came up a bunch as a you know multi-time world champion. And, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, let me fill you in all about yes. that. But uh, seriously, when what? you come to our sport, it's complicated. Well, that's why I'm, There's I, two I'm classes, with her. She's, two yeah. classes, two models. The point system, the second model, well, the yeah, this, the that. Oh, oh, you know, a one-three isn't a four. That, that you know, it's a it's, right. It's 20, 45 points, and you know, yeah, yeah. different. No, types I of had bikes to like, and, yeah. okay, don't call him driver. Like, I had to just put things that would just naturally come out yeah. of my mouth, like saying a driver or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I forget there was like one other, like, just don't say these two things, and you'll be good. Um, the other thing was monster because it's a Red Bull series. Gotcha. Yeah, don't yeah, say exactly. monster. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun, and and like. You know, you have to put names with faces, and it, like I said, it's a huge challenge. But yeah. everyone's been really cool about it, as far as the writers and teams. You know, for the most part, I mean, they'll they've helped me along the way. Mm-hmm. So just uh, you know, I, lo- you know what? If you looked like Mathis, yeah. it, it would have been more <laughs> difficult. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. In our sport, yeah. Uh, well, and Jason Wigand and his busy hands, of course. That's probably, yeah. Whoa. That's probably a whole other deal. I mean, we know that guy. Uh, <laughs> um, if there's one guy that's just gone through the industry, it's Jason Wigand. Oh. Um, 
Uh, Dave's on the phone. He's got a question for you. For you. Okay. Just, Dave. Hey, I know you guys, you were talking about the girls, and, you know, everybody was commenting on why are they putting these girls in there, blah, 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 last, you know, the last couple of weeks. And from her telling her just right now, that was the perfect example. It's these companies, you know, like NBC and stuff, they put these you know, not just girls, but guys in situations, they say, look, here, go jump into there, and it's, you know, it's up to them to, uh, you know, figure the thing out, you know. You yeah. know, everybody was beating up on, you know, on the girls and guys, you know, and uh, I'm just saying, you know, it's good. At least she's making it, listen, you know, good, coming here on the show and, right. Shedding you know. some light on the situation. No. Yeah, right. I, I've been impressed because I, I think we, I, I was with Jason Wagon, we went out to dinner, maybe you're – third or fourth race in and i was like wow this girl's really got it like jason had told me that you didn't know anything or very little about the sport before hangtown i don't remember what race it was at but you came to dinner or i i met you you guys at dinner or whatever it was yeah. and i was like wow she's she knows her stuff like that no. and that's just homework that's just doing homework. right yeah yeah right. yeah yeah right yeah i mean the people are bashing her but it's not it wasn't her fault you know these companies are putting these people in these situations but at least she's like i said coming on your show she's learning more and yeah. more about it. so next next time she goes on your show you know be more informed so that's yeah. good you no, know she's been good yeah, yeah. All right. you know we're yeah, also yeah. in a, a unique situation to a degree where you know we open ourselves up where to we didn't have forums 10, 15 years ago where everyone yeah. got to go on and tell the whole world they think that you suck. You know, right. it's like, oh, right. really? What do yeah. you do all day? Can I go on a forum and say yeah. that, you know, your systems analyst your sweeping of... job sucked ass, all right? right. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's like seeing, you know, some of these CNN reporters or whatever, they, they send them out into the woods or somewhere here and they say, look, cover the story. And, you know, they give them a little update and they got to sit there and talk about it. You know, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, we're yeah. out there on our own. It's it, Some people think that we get all this great help from producers and people filling you in and here are your notes right. and here are yeah. the questions to ask and let me – none of that is happening. Not in, this, exactly. not in my world. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Okay, man. All all right. Right, thank you. So, okay, so of all the stuff you've done, how do you find our sport? Uh, I'll give you an example. Ralph Shaheen calls the Supercross races uh, with right. Jeff. He – one of the things that drives him crazy, and he comes from the NASCAR world and mm -hmm. many – I mean, Ralph is – you know, he's called everything – he can't. I don't know if he can't stand is the right word, but the secrecy, the um, the the inability to get the athletes to reveal anything, the right. the that's really frustrating for him. Do do you find the same way, or how do how does our sport compare? Well, I feel I'm pretty used to it, to be honest. Okay. Um, you know, I cover the American Le Mans series, which is sports car racing. There's a ton of money involved, and no one's really giving you a lot of of answers and i think until qualifying at any car racing everything you've heard is basically a, a load of crap <laughs> yeah, yeah no one's ever showing their true colors and they're not you know you can you can build a rapport with some people who will give you some information trusting that you're not gonna you're yeah. not gonna use it in the wrong way yeah, yeah um and and what my job is i feel like as a pit reporter is just more the stories and so i'm not going to get into uh, you know, some of the real technical things and who's really frustrated with her bike. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not there to burn anyone or, yeah, you know, like right. there are enough good stories to tell that mm -hmm. are just interesting. But that's all I'm looking for. It, uh, is there one story or angle that, that you really were the most impressed with, uh, that, that, uh, you know, um, made you uh, the most happy to report on or anything like over the last year and a half? Um, is there one that, you know, um, comes to mind as, as being like, wow, this was really cool or, or an interview you did where you were like, this is great or something, anything like that? You know, just in general, I feel like they've 
they've gotten better even from last year to this year, whereas mm-hmm. I feel like some of the, the writers might actually listen to the question that you ask them and yeah. respond to that, <laughs> right, right. which you don't always get. Um, but for me, it's really just been learning the entire the process. Again, in the world I come from, I work with a lot of business people and highly educated people and whatever. And I, to come and learn about the motocross culture, which is so different. Yeah. I mean, these, these kids essentially they are, are kid, making yeah. a ton of money, yeah. some of them. They don't have extensive educations. They've been homeschooled, a lot of them, to hear yeah. the stories of the... <laughs> homeschooled, making a ton of money. I wasn't homeschooled. When he was little. I didn't even graduate high school. Okay. Well, there you go. Right. So... There's nothing wrong with it. Making a ton of money, it. though. Making exactly. I'm not, I'm not bashing it at all. Right, I'm just right. saying yeah, yeah. there's totally different backgrounds, and you're going to yeah, get different. Co- compared to a Le Mans series race driver right. and then a, a right. uh, Southwick 250 Moto 1 winner or right. whatever. Right. Bit different. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, um, yeah. All right, two calls for you. Robert, what's up? Thanks for listening. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Kelly, let's get to the question that everybody wants to know because uh, you're a female, and okay. obviously this, this is a question that just needs to be asked. This is getting, Other this than is the person <laughs> sitting next to you, which is DB, and, of course, the handsome man that uh, announces with Wygett, uh, Emming, who are who is the 250 and the 450? Who is the handsome man on the motocross scene? I know Tortelli's not there, so you can't give that answer out as well. Who is your pick for the hey, dude, 450 that's, handsome that's man? Kind of a, and who is your pick for the 250? Is this guy uh, for real? Handsome man? I just want, no, I love it. A guy <laughs> asking me to pick the best-looking. Yeah. That seems like Absolutely. a question. My wife and votes that's the TV. Hey, hey, really. hey, listen, bud. Who's the hottest guy for you? Because it seems like you're really interested. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, the hottest guy for me. For me, well, it's I think Ryan does. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do him. I would be yeah. my, you know. Who do you say? I, Did you I, just I, say I'll do him? him. I would say <laughs> Ryan Dungey and, let's see, 250. Uh, 250. My wife downstairs votes Jeff Emig. I already know. I don't even need to talk to her. But is he, I think he's looking I, I think, for current I think, writers. Yeah, I think you'd have to go with Pookie, and you'd have to go with a, uh, AC on that one. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's 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 brutal. But anyway, okay, so I mean, I okay, feel uncomfortable Kelly. even answering that. Those those are kids that are like right several years. But, younger my wife than feels me. no yeah, problem. Not, yeah, my not, wife has no problem okay. answering that. Okay, you're, fine. you're not you're not allowed to pick a 250 rider. Too young. Yeah, okay. too young. <laughs> no such thing. You don't want you to go to jail. Okay. All right. So four, 450. So Kelly, um, 450. Who's, who's a handsome, good-looking man? Oh, well, Who do you want to take out on a date? Pretty much that's I, what no, they want. She's got a boyfriend. Go. She, oh, she's married. I'm not looking to take anyone out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, take me on a date. I'll, ta- take, I'll take Dungy on a date. Let's go, bud. Okay, well, I'll double date with you. Let's right, go. Let's go. Dungy. Right. <laughs> DB, Dungy, and me. There you go. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take it. Uh, I disagree, but that's okay. Wait, who is your pick? Who, who's your pick? Uh, well, Tim Ferry's a good-looking guy. No, he's not racing okay. anymore. We're looking at current, current guys. We already, know who, we already know who Steve's pick is. Go ahead, Steve. Tell him the number 27. Just blah, blah, blah. Go ahead, say it. Nick Way's a good-looking man. <laughs> Nick Way is a good-looking man. There's no doubt. I work for him also. Um, yeah, good-looking Did you man. work him too or no? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> he's got a hot wife too. Like, they're a good couple. Yeah, um, very nice. Um, there are a lot of cute girl- girlfriends and wives. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I can't tell the show. difference between the moms and the girlfriends, and that's not a yeah, joke. Yeah, no, they're right. I can think of a I'm few. I'm like, they're, they're both wearing Daisy Dukes. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we love Daisy Dukes right. and bikini tops. In thanks, that red thanks Robert. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, Steve. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Nash. Gentlemen and lady. Yes, and lady oh. in here. Can you believe Ladies, it? Ladies, they spooky too. Oh, we also had Mercedes oh, Terrell oh, in here. I, for, I, I thought Pook was downstairs. What's up, yeah, Pook? She, no, she's downstairs. But she listens. 
Yeah, but she's in the house, right, DV? Um, great show. Kelly, I got two questions for you. Okay. First of all, when did you realize the depth of Weege's moto knowledge? <laughs> um, the At first... what point, like after two hours or five minutes in, like when did he really drop the hammer and unleash his moto knowledge? He continues to amaze me, but the very first night that I got up um, – to get to Hangtown, I had dinner with Weege and, uh, and Jeff, and actually with uh, Michael Byrne, too. No shocker. And Byrne, I Byrne has probably there. been at every, meal, every dinner with you because him and Emig are. We, last year I did. I saw yeah. Byrne a lot, but this year I didn't see him until um, after this last Oh, Burner and Emig. <laughs> but he, yeah, so that first night I just grilled him with a hundred different questions. And then with I love shaggy it laugh? Did he have a shaggy laugh? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I have to say that Weed and Emig have become two of my favorite people in this world. I absolutely love working with them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Jason well, is Weed, hysterical. Weed and his busy hands. I don't yeah. get the busy hands. Uh, if, Just, you know, busy fro, hands. Fro, fro, uh, with fro. Okay. <laughs> I'm, making a, I'm making a joke. <laughs> the thing with Fro, he needs to, I don't know, he needs to listen to himself. He has to stop, stop saying the, the Red Honda and the Green Kawasaki and the uh, Yellow He's Suzuki. trying to educate the people who don't know. No, but... But see, producers are telling them to do that too. Just fire them. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> but Kelly, actually, actually, all right, Kelly goes okay. <laughs> they look at the red fender. Now, uh, now you know what I deal I'm with like... every Monday night. Just fire them. Uh, all right, <laughs> dude. Kel, that actually helps segue me into the next question I had. Is it, could you enlighten all of us on when you're on the podium or you're pit reporting? Mm-hmm. A lot of people speculate about what's being thrusted at you in your like what the producers are saying. How much freedom do you have? when you're actually communicating with the riders and, or is there, Hey, I got to do what they're telling me. And you know, this is what they want to know. Describe that process, please. Uh, basically, so the riders are pulled off. I'm headed over to the podium. The producer's busy counting us into commercial breaks. So he's not talking to me. I see what riders are pulled off. And then I know I'm going to start with the winner and he's not telling me anything other than, it's going to be a one question. You only have time for one question. Or we need you to stretch. We have a lot of time to fill, so it could be two or three questions. While mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of my first question, he might say, hey, we have the, the footage of him crashing. And, you know, right. so a tell, a basically telling me to allude to that in my next question so they can Take show it. Take us through it. it. Yeah. Take Dude, that's gotta it. be that's gotta be like a roller coaster mentally to juggle that and manage that. I mean, that's well, pretty. A, intense. No, it's a bit, and sometimes you get the all right. You're gonna bring us back from break, and I'm like, wait, who? Me? Me, Kelly? Yeah, Babe. Kelly, you're taking bring us back from. <laughs> she's a <laughs> pro. That's, she's a pro. But yeah, you know? but that's what. So it's but no one's telling you what question yeah. to ask. And, and and it really doesn't really matter the question because you're gonna get a list of sponsors anyway. Whatever you ask, what's the weather today? Kawasaki <laughs> Monster Red Bull. Hey, what did you have for dinner last night? I Kawasaki just... Red Bull, Dunlop, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scott, Vance, and, and my want... girlfriend, exactly. my fiance. My bus driver. And... I want to thank my yeah. bus driver. Dude. I think that was one of my favorite. The damn mechanics yous. never get thanked. Damn mechanics never get thanked. Yeah, David Millsaps. David Millsaps thanks bus drivers work hard the uh, mechanics, too. Pookie, uh, Nick Way. Yamaha, Fly Racing. More okay. than Dungy? More than Dungy? Way okay. more than Dungy. Right. So Nick Way. Okay, so obviously what, the what next race, uh, I'm headed straight to Nick Way's yeah. <laughs> well, transporter. To f- he's been struggling a bit this year, so you haven't interviewed him. I know, him. I yeah. haven't. Hey, we, like, we, I can't we can take, we'll him. take Dungy. They'll take Nick Way. All right, all right. Um, okay. <laughs> um, hey, hey, Mathis, did Nick Way ever thank you on the podium? Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he did. He did. He was one of the good guys to thank me. Not all the time, awesome. though. Timmy rarely thanked me on the podium. Millsaps always gets in his mechanic on the podium, and I like that about him. 
So I like um, that. All right, thanks, all right, Cheers, guys. Have all a great right, show. See you later. Thanks for the question. Um, okay. All right. Last class call for you. Then then we got to go to commercial, and you're gonna split. Sweet. Uh, Chris, what's up? You got a question for Kelly? Yeah, we were uh, just wondering how she thought about Andrew Short leading that race there when she's a Colorado girl. Yeah, no, it was pretty sweet. I mean, considering how much he has struggled this year, um, and I have to say, you, there's always a bit of a likability factor to who I sort of, yeah. and he and he's at the top of the charts. I mean, super nice guy. Oh, yeah. You can ask him about struggling, and he will talk to you and yep. not be offended that you're asking him about no, not at all. struggling. You don't have to tiptoe around it. Uh, just like a really cool, nice. He's a good friend of mine. I've written some critical yeah. things about him over the years for different things that he's done or been struggling. He's like, "Hey, you're just calling it like it is. It's okay. No problem. Yeah, like, he, like it's cool. No, he'll own up to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's what he said on the podium, even when I kind of asked him about it um, at Southwick, and yeah. he said, "Yeah, right. I've been struggling." So um, yeah, yeah, but, and he might even be a Denver Broncos fan, you know. He well, is. He is I a can Broncos only fan. hope. Oh, did you say the field was deep? Hey, let's go buy the best quarterback in football. Deep, hey, look at us, we're field. good now. It's so deep, you can't hey, even guys, get in the top great show. All right, Thank you. We got the best quarterback in football. Now we're good. We oh, do, look and at us. a couple good receivers. Yeah, now too. Jesus. All right, everybody. Kelly Stavis, thank you. Oh, for, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate back. it. Thanks. Yeah, it'd be great if you can come back sometime. Um, you live in Vegas, so. Yeah. Not far, and you know it's not that creepy here no, anymore. I, right? I don't see any human yeah. flesh. Yeah, any, yeah, yeah. I mean, no. Well, there, there, there's something downstairs you probably shouldn't see, though, from our friend Moser. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyways, um, all right, Kelly Savis, thank you for coming on NBC Sports uh, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships pit reporter. Uh, she'll be back on, and we're going to come back after this commercial break with uh, the legendary John Dow. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension setup with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. 
Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JVR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC lovers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 showy. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy-free. Available in four delicious flavors, Honey Graham, Chocolate Chip Cranberry, and Blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition Now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. 
your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Summer Nights. Haven't played that one yet, I don't think, ever in the history of the Pulp Mech Show, so you're all welcome. Sweet sounds of Sammy Hagar. Hey, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Kelly Stavis was in. uh, She did a good job. She's uh, pretty knowledgeable. I thought it was uh, was a pretty good interview. Um, Our own David Villeman. What do you think, DV? Did Did you enjoy that? She was, she was cool. Yeah, yeah, she's nice. She's uh, she knows. She learned quick about our sport. That's pretty difficult. And um, like you said, it's not easy, right? Yeah, this supercross is easy, you know. But MX is kind of like right. A pain in the um, hey, everybody, uh, you want some free goggles? Um, Instagram, uh, Instagram on um. X Brand Goggles at X Brand Goggles uh, for full instructions on how to win five. Pairs of, five uh, pairs of goggles are being given away tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, check it out at X Brand Goggles on Instagram. You got to post an Instagram video to win, um, and you can win that at one of the goggles. So uh, thanks to X Brand Goggles for doing that. Um, check them out on Instagram. Big deal, DV. Instagram does video now. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, every media guy out there is now doing videos on Instagram, including myself. So I shouldn't shouldn't say anything, but Instagram. Yeah, I don't is, have an Instagram. Instagram is anymore. where it's at, bro. I don't have Instagram anymore. It's fine. Who cares what I do? <laughs> hey, we're going to give away a, a Fly F2 helmet here coming up uh, at some point during the show. 
Uh, Jason Thomas is going to come back on. Uh, we're getting John Dowd on here shortly. And um, thanks, everybody, for um, for listening again tonight. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix all on board with us. Um, so I'm uh, looking forward to that. Uh, Blazer. Gentlemen. What's up? How's it going? Question for you. If, what do you guys think the likelihood is if Chad Reed continues to have the struggles he's having this year, coming back as a rider next year, what would you put the percentage at? I think he comes back. Um, I, I think he comes back. I know he's struggling. I'm trying to uh, nail him down for an interview that he, he said he'd do with me. So, um, yeah, I think he comes back. Like the second part of my question would be, I can't imagine with all the staff he has and the effort he's putting in that he's making money doing this. I mean, pretty much no team is. So, it what would be in it for him to get another rider? Or like, why would Chad even want to have this team if he was going to retire himself? I don't, I don't really see what's in it for him. This whole two-two thing, unless he thinks you know he can make money out of. What's the point? I don't get it. Well, he had to start his own team because he had no team to ride for. Factory Honda didn't. No. Factory Honda signed Josh Grant, so he was forced to do his own thing. Um, I mean, I gotta believe he's not losing money. DV, uh, he's not making any. breaking even. Uh, maybe it's maybe a bit. Um, I don't know. I, I don't you, know. When you know how much that costs, you know. I a, know. A, a yeah. program like him is uh, costs a lot of money. I don't know how he, he gets money from the sponsor he has. And um, if he doesn't get a title sponsor for, like, a few million bucks, he's not making money. Right. I, mean, I imagine when he lost Bell Ray, that was a pretty big blow. I, I, I understand why he did it when he didn't have a ride. I mean, like, he's been – looks like he's been entertaining the idea of getting another rider for the team. Like, like, it sounds to me like he wants to keep that going even after he retires. And I'm just wondering, well, what would, what would be his reason for doing that? I mean, is it just for the good of the sport? If he's not making money, it didn't wouldn't seem like it's a good business. Well, I think, you, know? I, you know, the idea is to build your build your team up and, and then start making money. And maybe, you know, it's not going to happen right away, but hopefully it happens soon. There was only right. one yeah. in the history of motocross. There's, there was only one team making money was uh, L&M with Bubba. That's the only well, team Mi- that was. Mitch Payton makes money. Uh, I'm pretty sure he does. But, no, uh, he doesn't. You know. I don't think he does. Uh, BTO, thought, BTO thought, Sports KTM has made money. That's how those guys survive. They make money. Uh, they break even. They pay everybody and they break even. Well, they, and they pay themselves. Yeah. So they, they're ma- you know. yeah they, they pay themselves and they, but you know they don't they don't make uh, two hundred grand a piece as yeah. a manager. You know it's not like a huge business. You know, and I think for Chad is it's more ego thing than anything else. He has the money. I'm sure he made a. He made a bank, and you know he, he has. He, if he was smart with his investments, he's still making money, and and I think he likes to to be competitive. He likes the sport, but uh, you know not too many people would do what he's doing. I think he, he we need to give him a lot of credit of what he's done and building a team. That you have no idea how much that costs. It's like, and I don't see with uh, you know discount tire and Mofi and. And shift and and those sponsors, and then the uh, the space they get on the bike and everything. I don't think they paying that much money. You know, if his bike was full on, let's say Orange Home Depot, 
for three or four million bucks he will make money but it's not the case you, you see the location and the size of the uh, logos it's not that big mm-hmm. i agree all right blazer thanks man hey thanks a lot guys all right see you later bye uh tony blazer everybody um we're working on getting john dowd um hey we did a contest uh race tech uh suspension is uh down east coast depot uh, Ronnie Monk down there in Florida, our guy down there, uh, worked with the great Tim Ferry, many other people. Uh, what Race Tech did was um, we had a little contest we announced last week on the show to name a couple of Race Tech riders, and you and the East Coast Race Tech Suspension Depot was going to give away um, uh, a free rebuild. You had to pay the shipping, but the uh, labor and the oil were free. Any parts, you had to pay for that. It was a simple contest, just email contest. We got a ton of emails, and then I got a weird text from uh, – Pitch legendary this afternoon. That said to me, um, pick a number between uh, one and thirty-five, and I did. And uh, yeah, six twelve suspension in Florida is uh, awarding this prize. I picked a number, and tits, who won? Um, Renfro eighteen is what is <laughs> okay. Email. So uh, Ronnie Monk from six twelve suspension, the Race Tech Center in Florida, uh, free rebuild. Um, he's going to provide you the oil and the labor, and the winner is responsible for shipping and replacement parts. Race Tech Suspension, the choice of privateers everywhere, racetech.com. Um, check them out. Thanks, everybody, for, uh, for supporting that. Um, why don't, while we're doing that, we might as well do some emails. Waiting on John Dowd, everybody. You know, Dowdy's, perhaps he's asleep or something. I don't know. Waiting on John Dowd. The 1998-125 Supercross West champion, DV. Sorry. Good. Thanks to Sean Perolio. Why? What happened? He crashed into me on the first lap and broke my phone break. Oh, really? I don't remember that. It was, that was a close one. It was good. Yeah, you guys went back and forth all year. You know what? It wouldn't have changed my life today, I'm telling you. I had no bonuses. <laughs> I had no bonuses anyway. You didn't? <laughs> I just uh, I would have a stupid black uh, number one plate in my trophy room, Stupid I guess. black number one plate. <laughs> um, I, want, I wanted the white one. You know, black ones doesn't, don't really yeah, matter yeah, yeah. much. Um, I want the since 1984, Racetech has been building suspension for riders, uh, fastest riders in the world. The gold valves uh, eliminate the restrictions of stock piston designs and provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. Personalized suspension setup, top-of-the-line components you've always wanted. Choice of Rock River Yamaha, uh, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF, Motorsports, KTM, many others. They do seminars. Uh, I don't need to tell you anything more about Racetech. They're... Products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Race Tech, a great company. And uh, they sponsor our email segment. Here are a few emails we got this week. Uh, DV, uh, try not to um, get too upset at this guy here. Uh, Ty writes in, I am the first to admit I know nothing about motorcycles and bike setup, but really enjoy watching the races. I had a conspiracy theory pop into my head while watching Will Hahn at Southwick. Is it possible that his bike is tuned to get hole shots with a greater possibility of blowing up at some point, this the, hey, the bike blew up. We figured that, but at least you got the whole shot high five. And they didn't seem too bummed. Since Will is not able to get championships due to missing races, is the team just trying to get Will some airtime, which sponsors obviously love, at the same time not interfere with Tomac and his quest for the championship? If this is true, I am not saying it's a bad thing. More power to them. Possibly good strategy. Again, I am an idiot. No nothing and just throwing it out there. Ty, I don't want to say you're an idiot, but. You're right. Yeah. He's right. Right. His last sentence was right. Uh, no, definitely not. What happened to his bike, though? I, I saw it on the prayer lap. He quit. Yeah. Uh, what was wrong? Quit both motos. I don't know, I don't know what happened. Uh, and Justin Bogle's bike quit in the second moto. Three motor DNFs at Southwick. For yeah, I've seen a PC. That oh, I know. Eight engine one year. Eight or nine or something. Right? Uh, I know. <laughs> um, 
Bailey sent this in. Uh, first of all, I'm glad you finally had Ping back on the show. It's not the same without him. As, and as Tits would say, I creamed my pants when I heard him on the show. My question for you guys is about Mike Brown. I have nothing against the guy. I think he's an awesome rider, and I think it's great that he can still throw it down. But please give up the number three. Is it bad? I hope he does not score enough points to keep the number. The only, re- the only reason I hope this is because the number three is a legend number. And I think it's time for him to give it up and let some of the younger and faster guys have a chance at the number. I mean, do you think Jeff Ward likes watching his famous number running in 20th place? I think it is time to give it up. What do you guys think? Who cares <laughs> about a freaking number, seriously? They're all like this, you know, oh, it was, it's, it's for marketing. It's for this. The, uh, motocross don't sell. They don't sell numbers and this yeah, and that. So I agree. It's not NASCAR, you know. It's, it's, it's just a number. I'll just get over it. Um, Joe sent uh, – no, sorry. Uh, TD sent an email. Um, it's a long email. It's about quad racing. It's about a problem with quad racing. Uh, it's too long to read, but I don't understand it. But there's a problem with quad racing. I feel sorry for you, TD. He did say Tits will probably not pick this email because he sucks at his job. Steve is awesome, and I love Pulp Mex and Moto 60. T- Pookie sounds really hot but needs to eat meat. Total turnoff for any guy. I mean, look at Steve. He isn't missing his meat intake. Bring back tits versus tits. We might do that tonight, actually. Very, you very... know, if there's a, the word quads in the email, mm-hmm. it's but, uh, at that point you, you but next it. Wait a minute. Okay, so TD says Sinjin is stupid, but he also says DV has won me over as a fan after not really liking him at all while he was a racer. This guy is amazing. I like him. <laughs> I love quads. <laughs> I love quads. I'm going to buy a, uh, a YFZ450 tomorrow. Very good for the show. He has my vote as best co-host. I love this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy. I love quads. Good guy. We need more quads. We need more quads. Dave, what's going on, man? Thank you for calling. Yeah, I got a question for uh, David or you. I, I was waiting for JT would come on. Here's the thing. I'm an older guy. Okay. I go to a lot of vintage races and stuff like that. Now for the... Like I said, the, to get rid of the women, the women MX, okay, for an intermission would have like a 125 two-stroke or a 100cc type thing like Marty Tripes does. You know, I've seen, um, like Tortelli did a, you know, 125cc race to get some of these older guys that, you know, want to have fun and have it like an open thing, like to have even the young kids race against the old kids if, you know, David would thought, you know, something like that might be nice. You know, in between the regular motos. Yeah, we talked. You know, have it open. We talked have about. Have it open. Yeah, we I'm ta- sorry. We talked about doing um, a vet, like, uh, let's say, like, Legends. Not like I'm a Legends or anything, but they w- wanted to do, like, a, a vet race with past, uh, you know, winners or whatever. But, you know, it's right. tough to to put together, and, and it'd be good for, like, a one time thing. And But the thing is. Uh, everybody gets. Well, I mean, everybody gets too competitive. You know, I don't want to train. Seriously, I don't. Want <laughs> yeah, to, I know. I, I know don't you don't. But I mean, dude, those guys if, like. If you tell me, like, hey, let's go race six week. races and do like twenty minutes moto in Southwick. I'm like, dude, I'm out. You know, like. No, that's what I'm saying. Not not like a twenty minute, maybe a fifteen minute or a twenty minute not, plus two or something. But I'm to, not talking about just old guys. I'm talking about totally having open for like young kids coming from the. Uh, uh, you know, from the young ranks to old guys, you know, like, 
you know, just a, totally open. Anybody could race anyhow and, you know, have that through the series and, you know, have, a, you know, maybe one of the Monster Energies or something do some payouts for them so they can, hey, so they can do this. Because, I mean, it's really good racing. I'm sitting there watching Doug Dubach and uh, Scott Burnworth from the 70s racing these 100cc bikes, and, it, and it's really good racing, you know. Yeah, it's good what, for the what, people to watch. What, what you're saying is basically uh, it's what amateur day is for, you know. It's what? It's 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 just like an amateur day. You you, you yeah. It's almost like a, a whole open. I mean, you yeah. can have it. You know, even the bikes they can. Well, as long as it's a two stroke and it's like a one twenty five, anybody can anybody can race. Young, old, you know, and then have a championship and have a payout. So at least these guys that you know follow the circuit and you know can uh, make a little money. You know, two stroke is maintenance is cheaper, and you know. I mean, you can have local yeah, codes yeah, come yeah, in, you, you, really know, want, you know. You don't want to, you don't want to see Mathis on a 125, but there's. Yeah, I'm not talking about Mathis, <laughs> but I'm talking about you know. Yeah, right. And the thing about it'd be good, but about, you know, there's the sky yeah. is the limit with ideas and stuff, and to bring up uh, yeah. the old guys. But most of the old guys, we we just want to chill and watch the racing, you know, and. I'm, yeah, you know, it's it'd be I'm fun a, to ride a little bit, uh, and then I'll do it. You know, we've done it in Bercy Supercross, like a a few uh, past champion or whatever. I'll just just did yeah. a, a demo. It's not. It wasn't even a race, and and that right. was fun. Well, but you know, you need a bike, and the races are far. It's like there's a lot of logistic around it. And, yeah, uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. At least give them payout some money to some of these guys. What about guys like? Austin Stroop or like Jay Lawrence or whatever these guys. These guys, okay, they're done with the pro, the pro type. I mean, you know, series, but they can still have fun. You know, if they want to. You know what I'm saying? Have fun racing something. You know, like a 125 or something. You know, something. You know, um, where the speed's down. They don't have to worry about getting hurt as, as bad. You know, that kind of. You know. Cool. Hey, uh, thanks, but, Dave. We got to run, but thank you for the idea. Okay, man. Uh, man okay, thank okay, you. man. Uh, I know some people have talked about that. Some people have been working on that a little bit. Uh, Rob Bidas being one of them. Yeah. Um, what you know? What I want to do, mm. not what I want to do, but I would like to see is some like uh, a downtown uh, uh, electric bike race or something. something yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool, huh? Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool to to do something like that, like a um, hybrid type of track, like kind of like a almost supermoto yeah. type, like like as yeah. uh, asphalt and jumps and stuff, but. With like electric bike, no noise. I think it'd be pretty fun. Um, hey, thanks for calling. Uh, thanks for calling, Dave. We appreciate it. Like I said, some people are working on that. Uh, BTOSports.com, um, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles. Follow at X Brand Goggles on Instagram for a chance to win five goggles. Well, one of five pairs of goggles uh, in 33, 34 minutes. They'll be drawing that on Instagram. You got to make a video of that. Uh, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Optrix. Uh, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Worth Connection, Free Gun Underwear, Showy Helmets, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, NFAB Yamaha's Jessica Patterson coming up soon. Um, tits, we may not have John Dowd on tonight. I don't know. I'm yeah, trying. Not answering. It's, yeah. it's late there. He said he was going to be ready shortly after. He is kind of old. He may have fell asleep. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah, right, huh? You never know. I'm 47 years old. You never know. You need that sleep. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we'll get John Dowd on, but I don't like our odds going forward from here. Um, tits, do you, um, before you get to that phone line, um, Optrix, you're a big fan of Optrix. I know this. This is true. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about it? I do. Please. Actually, I, um, I need it. I need it. <laughs> I'm I need sure, it I'm sure you do. A few weeks ago, we actually gave uh, DV a case. 
for him to try it out, see how he likes it. Oh, I know. Anybody who follows him on Twitter, he very much enjoys that case. Can you, can you hold it against him, though? No. So good. You want know, to go ahead and tell us, what yeah, you, t- tell us your thoughts on it? Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, it's uh, waterproof. You know, that's a big deal, especially for summer for us. You know, like kids love them. Yeah, uh, they they go in the pool, they shoot videos, they go down a slide. You know, and and the lens, you know, makes like cool pictures. You yeah, know, you can look like kind of funny, or um, if you take it too close to yourself or whatever, and then <laughs> yeah. or make like a wide um, a wide shot. You know, it, I really like it. You know, and uh, I just had a four. The 4S, I'm sure the, like we talked about, the mm-hmm. one, the new one with the 5 is improved and everything. Yep. So, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And uh, um, and since I'm a social network addict, I uh, <laughs> post a lot of post pictures. Photos. Yeah. So it's waterproof, shockproof, dirt proof, semen proof, you know, the whole deal. You can, <laughs> you can take it anywhere, use it for whatever you want. You can use it. You don't mountain bike, but, you know, I use it all the time when I go mountain biking. I'm in the biking. process of perhaps getting a mountain bike. Are you? We'll stage, go ride stage together. one. St- We've been in stage one for like six months now, by mm-hmm. the way. Okay. Yeah, still complete. Anyway. Perhaps moving to stage two. So, yeah, you can use it for whatever you want. It comes with the, the case comes with some built-in mounts. You can put it on your helmet. They have additional mounts you can buy, like the chest mount. They got monopods, tripods, the whole deal. They make your phone pretty much indestructible, and they're great. And for the price they cost, you can't beat it. Uh, Black Ops Ops Moto developed an aftermarket high-output ignition coil. Unlike traditional ignition coils, the Black Ops Moto coil has several features not found on the older-style ignition coil designs. They're the leader in testing and producing the latest generation ignition coil products. BlackOpsMoto.com. Check them out. They'll help your four-stroke start better, better throttle response, better everything. Um, Thanks uh, to those guys. A10 Solutions is also your one-stop source for the finest athlete performance products. They offer the proven performance of Rhino Power Supplements. Uh, Eli Tomac, Reed, Roxon all use Rhino Power. As well, Brat Bars, full line of Brat Energy Bars. Uh, they have Paleo ones out now, too, if you're into that. Uh, check out 810 Solutions, the number 8, 10solutions.com, and enter the code Mathis to save. Uh, thanks to 8, 810 Solutions. Tits, you endorse 810 Solution uh, supplements heartily. We have a little giveaway going on. If you go onto uh, the Pulp MX Show Twitter, we retweeted it. But uh, it's teacherintraining75.blogspot.com. You can enter to win a $25 gift card for 810 Solutions. All All you got to do is go on there, give them either your email or your Facebook account, um, sign in, you know, whatever. I don't know how you do it, but it's free. There you go. Um, Hey, uh, coming up right now, brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing, the gear of choice of Andrew Short, Trick and Art, and many others. We're going to give away a a Fly F2 helmet. Uh, um, Fly Racing Zone. Jason Thomas, JT, what's up? Hey, what's up? DV's in studio tonight. What's up, DV? How you doing, bud? Uh, Kel- Kelly Stavis was in. Hey, Kelly, how are you? She's not here. She left. All right. And, uh, I guess she's doing better now, then. Yep, and John, and John Dow, we cannot get a hold of him, so we brought you in early. So uh, Dowd retired from your show as well. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he retired everything. That was it. Yes. Perhaps, and I don't want to be mean or anything, but perhaps just without racing anymore, that's it for Dowdy. He just he left this this earth maybe he <laughs> doesn't like you quits. yeah no maybe da- you know what dad doesn't know what the internet is to not like me you know what i mean like, uh it yeah. doesn't take the internet oh, oh good one, good one. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh jt I, I i hung out with you all day on saturday at southwick you i did not see you with a jar of southwick sand at any point uh i have some and i will be selling it um if you're interested let me know i will sell you some southwick sand I've carried jars of it out of the in the crack of my ass. 
for years. But have you kept it? That's the key. Um, I'd rather not get into that. Oh, yeah, exactly oh, right. Okay, all right. Um, hey, um, the uh, hotlap.co guys. Jonathan yeah. Lee's been in here pumping it up. Uh, they lost by 200 votes. Wow. it's a lot of money to lose by 200 votes. Yeah. Tough luck. But the good news for you guys, yes, the autistic people beat them. And we're going to just leave it at that. Uh, but the good news for you guys is they're in the next stage of developments. They're still launching that thing uh, as, we, as we speak. So they're, uh, they're keeping – keep listening to the show. We'll let you know more. But that, that hotlap.co thing is coming on. Super cool deal. Um, basically um, help you riding and racing and uh, help you maintain your bike. And, uh, yeah, too bad, they got, too bad they lost, though. Do you feel like if you voted for firstlap.co that you were voting for autism as well? Like, I, would, I would have felt bad. Like, that's, I didn't even vote. I'll be honest with you. I didn't vote at all. Jeez. Just because of the whole autism thing. I, I couldn't do it. Like, it was just too much, too much karma. Couldn't do it. Mm. You're exactly the person that we don't want in this world. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. Uh, I wasn't going to vote for them. I wasn't going to vote for them either, but I was just like, I'll just be neutral. You know, a conscientious objector. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, it's like Vietnam. I'm a pacifist. Okay. All right. Lame. All right. Okay. So we're getting to, uh, we got JT on. Uh, we talked about Southwick a little bit, JT. But right off the bat, let's go with um, uh, the BTOsports.com tweeted tit segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. It's the tweets at tits QA segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right, okay. Um, these are questions submitted by Real Live listeners for David Villeman and for uh, Jason Thomas and maybe myself. Uh, Tits uh, sources through the hundreds of thousands of questions he gets in a few hours and picks the five to ten best ones. Uh, and BTOsports.com, enter the code PULPAMEX to save money. BTOsports.com, you can get almost anything. You can get W Wheels. You can get Fly Racing. You can get X-Brand Goggles. You can get Atlas Neck Braces. You can get Joey Helmets. You can get Worst Connection. Get FMF. You name it. I have an honest question. Yep. <clears throat> how many how many questions do you really get, Tits? It depends. Oh, sorry, I'm not Tits. I probably got 15 today. Okay. I didn't know if you were getting like 15 or if you're getting 50 or if you're getting five or. Okay. No, it it, it varies depending on the week, but I, I have about 15 written down. Not okay. all of them are good, but uh, you know. Oh, we know that. <laughs> All right, we'll start off. Uh, this question is for you, David. Uh, it's from at Brad GMX95. Um, he says, throughout your career, you had many epic battles. Who was he the most... He like to talk about any of them, though. Who was the most fun to battle with, and who was the most frustrating? I like that question. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's a good one. There you go. Timmy uh, Ferry was the most frustrating because he couldn't beat him. Um... I think it, the, the answer is the same. It'd be uh, Ricky, you know. I think it's pretty much it. He was Dietrich. Yeah, <laughs> Ricky Dietrich. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ricky Bobby, bud. This is war. And uh, no, Ricky. You know, it's um, you know, it, it was great. I think it was um, to me, like uh, we respected uh, each other on the track. You know. Not he did not Ricky did not respect everybody like he respected me. I, I thought you know, and you know I had you know the 
a great time racing with him and and dicing and it's frustrating because he was winning all the time and but it's it's rewarding because you know I had the chance to to race against the two biggest name of you know sport you know so Tim Barry and Ricky Carmichael and so that's you know that's good and uh, uh but yeah very frustrating because it's Ricky you know and, JT uh, who who would be yours well, I was just going to touch, I mean, David, you earned his respect. Anybody that beat him straight up, like, you know, we all, we've watched the times that you did. You earned, obviously earned his respect. So, um, for me, uh, I don't know, man. Probably the most frustrating, well, I liked racing with Nick a lot. Um, there was a lot of times he was just a lot better than me and I couldn't battle with him, but then there was a lot of times that we did battle too. Um but I always knew he wasn't going to take me out or anything, and, and I, he wasn't having his best days when we were battling, but I could always trust him. So uh, I think the guys that you could trust and, and you knew um, you know, what, what you were going to get from him, those were the most fun guys. Um, probably the most frustrating was <clears throat> uh, maybe Ryan Clark, which I felt like I got the upper hand on Ryan most of the time, but um, and I don't know why. I just whenever he beat me, that was like I was like, always pissed off. That was the one guy, if, if I saw him ahead of me on the results sheet, I'd be mad for whatever reason. And I got along really well with Ryan. It wasn't a personal thing. I just was like one of, just really competitive against him, I guess. Right. All right, next question. Okay. Um, at Average Superfan, uh, this question is for you, Steve, or I guess for anyone, but he directs it to you. Could you ever see Gopher Dunes making it on to the... No. Is it because it's from Canadian? Yeah, it's, in, it's one small problem. It's in Canada. Okay. Um, the only reason they go to Toronto for Supercross is because it's of... It's a world championship. But, you know, NBA plays in London and stuff. Tour de France goes outside of France sometimes. Yeah. Not this year, but a so lot of years. I'm sure that it's not like... It could be worked on. You know, like, you could do something like that. Okay. All right. I know that the Supercross series, they still have plans of expanding globally. Like, they haven't given up on that yet. I think they're waiting on the economy to turn. Okay. But... Okay. At Sammy D one seventy three, uh, it's a true or false question for whoever wants to answer. The world, the women's motocross failed because half the field looked like they'd cartwheeled into the stutter bumps without their helmets on. No comment. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, especially if we're going to have Jessica Patterson later. <laughs> there's no way to there's no way to answer that question correctly. All right. Um, at Offroader thirty four, uh, Steve, you, you can tweet- just say their name. You don't need to say at. You know what? Well, oh, oh, don't say that, but just say Offroader thirty four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Say at. It's a Twitter question. I say so, uh, I yeah. either give their name or I do the at so people know. Maybe this guy's given name is Offroader thirty four. It's Ooh. possible. Okay. Uh, Steve, you tweeted earlier that Eli was going to go to RCH, but now you tweeted that he was going to either Yamaha or Geico. I never tweeted he was going to RCH. Well, you had alluded to that. that um, it sounded like that was the case. Maybe I would have said, uh, hearing that, uh, there's a chance uh, RCH looks good. They're, they're, I would never have said he's done deal. I never said done deal. Okay. So, having said yeah. that, since he's most likely not going to RCH well, anymore. I, again, could be wrong, but yes, I did tweet okay. something today. Who else people I've talked to going to RCH? People I've talked to. Say that he's not going to RCH. He is talking to Yamaha. I think it was done, signed, and in the mail. Well, I hate to point fingers, but three years our, ago, our, three own, weeks ago. our own Jason Thomas said he heard from very good sources it was done. Now, obviously, 
Well, yeah. and, I, and now I stand by it. I did hear that. Right, right, so of course. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's silly season, you know. Like, you, you think people think things are done, and apparently they're not. So. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be the first time that has happened. Yeah, I um, mean, that's pretty much a standard story in this sport. Um, so what I don't get, though, is I heard from the JGR guys that a while ago that Eli Tomek wanted too much money, they were out. And now I hear from someone that would be involved in stuff that, that Yamaha – not JGR, just I just hear Yamaha. Now, I don't know if that means JGR is back, or I've heard rumors of Yamaha Factory coming back, which would make our own David Villeman very happy. Uh, Yamaha is, uh, is definitely throwing some money at him, and Eli, the rumor is Eli went out and bought a YZ450 to ride on. Who would have more money, JGR or RCH? I would have thought JGR, but... I mean... It depends on who, how much they want to spend. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I think yeah. JGR is more money, obviously. They just don't want to spend know, as much. Yeah. Okay. They rake over $100 million a year for sponsorship um, on the NASCAR okay. side. But Next okay. question. Uh, at BMX or 252, uh, will maybe get a ride for Supercross now that we've seen how he uh, did at Southwick? Uh, okay, let's ask the two experts here. Brett Metcalf used his W wheels to uh, get fourth overall. You like that? <laughs> uh, fourth overall at Southwick. Does, and he's going to do Unadilla and he's going to do Lake Elsinore. JT. Does he get a ride next year in America, you know, Supercross Motocross? Uh, I hope so. The, the, problem, the problem is this. He can get a ride. It's not that he can't get yeah, a ride. Yeah, right, it's, right. it's will he get paid enough to where he thinks it's accept, acceptable, and will it be on good enough equipment where he feels competitive? Those are the issues. It's not, you know, I see these tweets and stuff where, can't believe he doesn't have a ride. You know, it's, it's, it's not that. It's. Being in the right situation where you feel competitive, you're going to make good money, and, and you're putting yourself in a situation to succeed. Um, he's not going to just sign on with a team where he knows it's not professional and organized, and he, all he's going to do is end up looking bad. He's not going to do that. So, um, you know, it's a little bit frustrating when I see people just like, can't believe nobody wants to help him. Like, what's the deal? You know what I mean? They're, people want to help him. Like, they're, I'm sure there's teams that would love to hire him, but they're you know really not up to the standard that he deserves so um well and that's just it he, he's gonna make uh you know if he, if he does well in canada and wraps everything up he'll make a hundred hundred fifty thousand dollars for nine races right uh and, right. He, and he was talking to teams in america for expenses you know and keep your gear money rides yeah and, so, and i know personally at fly racing the first couple months i worked here we were we had a deal in place with him like, we were going to pay him. I, you know, I'm obviously not going to get into numbers, but, it was, like, we had an agreement. The deal was pretty much done other than signing the paperwork. We were just kind of waiting for him to finalize his Valley stuff, and it was done. Yeah, so. And then that all fell apart, so then it kind of every, left him in a scramble. But, um, DV, you know, it's not like people don't want to help him. DV, does he get a ride here next year? Uh, it's tough to say. I think you get a ride when you, you perform in Supercross, you know, like, uh I think it's the bread and butter of Supercross, and then outdoor is kind of like, ah, uh, we're going to go outdoors, you know? But okay, let me the ask thing, you this. The thing with people is when don't understand, which is online on the forums or on Twitter, is everybody and their cousins deserve a factory ride. I'm like, the guy gets like top eight in uh, Las Vegas Supercross. The guy's, oh, he needs a factory ride. I'm like, what's going to change? You know, like... Um, there's no rides, you know, like there's eight factory rides or ten factory rides at best. And, you know, it's tough to get a ride. After that, it's like you you ride for like 50 grand and, and, and expenses and purse money. 
You know, it's like uh, there's no money after th those guys. That's people don't really understand. You it's know, it's tough to 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 get a private team to get says, hey, uh, I give you two hundred grand and and bonuses and and match like factory bonuses. You know, yes, there's crazy owners that have a lot of money and then that can do it. But something somebody that's kind of rational and uh, wants to just justify his investment. No, you can't get that that much. If if you had to choose, JT, here, here, this is the ultimate choice here. If you had a team and you had to choose Wesson Pike or Brett Metcalf, who do you hire? He can't answer this. He's a, he's a fly guy, right? Pike is a fly Pike's guy. Pike's a fly guy and he's JT's buddy. but Yeah, so but it's tough. Uh, waffle, 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 waffle. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I'm glad I'm not a team manager. I don't know. I right. really don't know. I don't okay. know because I think pricing would be a lot different between the two. Right. So I'm not sure. There's a lot of. There's a lot more factors. If you say the same exact dollar, like if it's ten thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars for both, then I would probably have to take Metcalf based on, right. you know, what his potential is. But I don't think they're going to be the same amount. So okay. you know what? I think Metcalf deserves a ride over a bunch of other guys that think they're rock star and they're there just to. I would to, hire to to wear like a team shirt and to be cool and do whips. I would have hired. You know, uh, like I would hire. I would hire Brock Tickle over over. I would have hired Brett Metcalf over Brock Tickle. Now, obviously, uh, that's a, you know Metcalf what they, was they, injured. They, they kind of uh, on the same ballpark. I was gonna say they're very close. Yeah, I think, they, on most situations. Yeah, they they're on the same. They kind of like the same guys almost. You know, that's Me a really Me a, a tough Metcalf's a tough job. I bet Mitty is more of a fan favorite too. Gives better interviews than Tickle. No, but what's good about Metcalf is a cool guy. He's good. He's mm -hmm. a nice guy. Uh, he's serious, professional. You know, he works his ass off, mm -hmm. and he's not a rock star like, oh, let's go and you know party it up, or I just signed a contract. Let's buy the new Mercedes. You know, right. like, right. and that's what I like about Metcalf. And I would hire him. You know, uh, I would definitely. So, so would I. Uh, next question, Tits. All right, uh, Kenny Smith, um, DV, you say the field ain't deep. Having seen how Dowdy did at Southwick this weekend, how would another retired rider like maybe yourself or RC, I know they're kind of in the you know, whatever, but how would they do at a choice, you know, one that one off national? That's a terrible question. That's a terrible question. Why would you take Dowdy as Who picks uh, uh, a gauge to, to see if the deepest field or not? You know, uh, I don't really get it. You know, that's seriously. Okay. When I see seriously, kind of blew it when I see place. guys that that not making the top ten, they makes like uh, six figures, and these guys coming out like uh, for like uh, first money, like you take on the on the 450 Yamaha, like Nicoletti, in the top ten. I'm like, dude, the guy is good. It's Phil Nicoletti. He has a a, a private jet bike. He's doing good. Metcalf comes in. Yes, he's a good sand rider. Uh, and get top five. Uh, yes, there's good names, but the names are not performing. So the 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 field can be deep with names. If the names don't perform, the field is not deep. You know what? You know what I'm trying to say? Oh no. F you, dude. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. I do. Next question. All right. Um, another question from at Brad GMX95. You said at again. I know. I said it last time too. This question is for you, Jason. Uh, what's what is he says the? But how about how? What is one thing that not enough riders work on during the week for their training schedule or 
regimen? What do I think one thing is that yeah, they don't do enough of? Choose one thing that riders don't do enough of for their training. Uh, it's, really hard to, it's really hard to generalize it. I think I think or a lot of guys specific. in the outdoors. We can we can say like what they do too much of. Okay. No? How about that? Whatever you want. I was just, I was gonna say that they don't they don't recover properly. I think I see it every weekend. Like Nicoletti this weekend, I think he is doing too much at times during the week, and then he you know he just got tired of second moto. I think it's just because he's not recovering and and making sure he's at 100% on Saturday. Where I mean he's already in shape, you know he he's in shape. You don't have to do crazy amounts of riding and training during the week. It's more of a maintenance thing. The way the season is now, in my opinion, I was. Um, uh, I think you're. I think you, I think you're right, JT. I mean, I'm talking to. Uh, I was talking with Timmy and Nick Tiferi and Nick Way at RV's party after Supercross, and Nick was grilling Timmy on what he should do and what did he do, and Nick was blown away because Red Dog was like, "I didn't do much, dude. I just rode. I rode and I was done. That's it." No bicycling? Nah, in the offseason. Well, yeah, you Nick know. goes way too much. Right, right. And, yeah. and, but the thing, the, Timmy's the guys, like recovery, man, recovery. It's the same thing we talk about with Weimar. It's, you know, you're racing a motorcycle. You, I don't care about how much miles you do on a bicycle or how much miles you, you run. Yes, the physical part is, is really important, but you need to go fast. You need to go, you know, uh, train on your bike. Go faster and and do laps and do sprints and get faster. If you're not seriously, if you're not as fast as Vidopoto, you can go, you know, twice as much miles as him. You will not beat him. You know what I'm trying to say is, I don't, I don't. You need to ride. Most of the training is on the bike. Then off the bike is recovery and 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 recovery and not doing anything else. When you have an off day, don't fucking go jet skiing all day. Because right. that drains you, you know. Hey, like, just to add to that, like a perfect example, bicycle. And and I have a big problem with guys thinking that we race bicycles when we actually race motorcycles. They put way more effort into bicycling, and they're more worried about that than for sure motorcycle riding. Yeah, they have like, bicycles. It's a huge like, problem. The bicycle is ten thousand dollars. Like they all like tour the France like crazy, and then they have the latest like spandex and and shit. I'm like, dude, <laughs> put effort of going on uh, at the track and train and and go fast and ride your and, motorcycle. Yeah, right? ride your motorcycle, yeah. and when you're off, you're off. Don't go to the mall with your chick all day and and walk for five hours because that's gonna get you tired for the weekend. Don't go jet skiing and don't go surfing. You know? Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say that as well. If you ever read any Tour de France books or any sure. cyclist, when they're not on their bicycle, they, they do. don't do anything. They sit on a couch and watch. They TV. don't do anything That's... because they're trying to recover and save all their energy for what they have to do. Exactly. Um... And then when when you see guys like Disneyland walking in Disneyland all day, dude, I I used to do that. The next day I was like, dude, I I don't I don't want to ride. I'm I'm so tired. My legs were done. You stay in line for like five hours. And then the guys are jet skiing. You know, jet skiing is super tough. And, and all day. And they, you know, they put so much effort on, on the, you know, distractions. And then in second motos, they're not there anymore. I'm like, are you, are um, you serious? Further to that point, Dave's on the line. Dave has a question uh regards to this. Yeah, Dave, this th- is for, for all of you guys. Some of you guys forget. What about the stories of Ricky Carmichael going through seven tanks of gas a day riding that bike? Just riding, seven riding, tanks. and riding. Dude, dude, what ha- what dude, happened to his, dude, dude. his recovery? Seven tanks. Just 
get off the crack pipe, bud. But Alden, Alden took him off that program. Yeah. It, I can tell not, you that for a fact. You know, Ricky, what, what he was doing is 203, 40, 40 minutes moto, and maybe like, you know, some turns. And yeah, that was insane already. Not seven tanker gas, buddy. Seven tanker gas. No, he, well, it's he's referring hour. to a story I wrote where he was, he was burning like seven gallons of gas through his bike right, during, exactly. during the day. Ah, yeah, yeah. seven gallons, I understand, and, but yeah. not and, seven and he, tanks. He was doing that at one point, <laughs> and I, I know for sure that when Alden got with him, he kind of like, you know, like, you're, that's great and all, but we got to back it down a little bit. Like, you have to save some energy here. You can't just completely crush yourself every single day and be strong on the weekends. All right, thanks, Dave. Yeah, but he didn't, he, I mean, he didn't have no problem, you know, yeah. I mean, doing that and still, you know, running everybody down, you know. Well, I'm trying to tell you, he, he wasn't on that program from 2000 on. This was like 96, right. 97 that I was uh, okay. seeing uh, this. Uh, all right, thanks, Dave. Okay, man, thanks, Rick. All right, uh, last question on the BTOsports.com. Hey. I got it, Tits, here. I got it here. Um, uh, DV and JT. Uh, if you could change five things about pro racing, this is from uh, Terry. If you could change five things about pro racing, what would they be? Within reason, of course. You can't say pay the riders all millions. Only real changes that could happen. JT, five things. Or three. Huh. Or three. Or four. Yeah, five, I mean, it's hard to just off the cuff come up with things. Um, five things. Um, Any, okay, just, just one generally thing. change about pro racing. <laughs> One thing. Uh, I mean, there are there are issues that face you know riders. Um, insurance insurance issues like guys. A lot of you know, there's guys that are racing the pro class, privateer guys that don't even have health insurance. Yeah, uh, that, that's, that, a, that's, that's a big problem. That should be mandatory. Um, yeah. You know, obviously the the purse money is whoever's fault it is or not fault or it's it's still a problem. Like. Outdoor purse money is just rough, you know. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault or who needs to pay more. I have no idea who's making money where, but I know that the riders aren't making anything. Um, the entry fees are kind of along that line. Uh, for what the outdoors pay versus what it costs to sign up, it's pretty brutal. Um, I think that's pretty do, good start. Uh, do you want to <laughs> do, do save money? It's easy, you know. Uh, I, I get Call Geico? Um uh, yeah, at the 15-minute mark, Geico. 15% yeah. off your insurance? Uh, for me, I would uh, get rid of agents. Uh, I would get rid of uh, uh, gear guy, go-go guy. Oh, wow. You can, you can wash your gear. You can bring your gear to the track. It's not a big deal. You can do your goggles. You can stack, like, you know, 14 tear-offs laminated on two pair of goggles for motos. It's fine. You don't need to pay somebody to do that. You don't need to pay somebody to bring your, your stupid... Uh, uh, pants with your butt patch. You don't need that. They can ship well, it. And how does it, how does it affect? To be honest, like DV on save, that. You save that all, all this money is saved, and then you can pay the riders instead of well, paying. You know, I, I I understand what you're saying. Like the riders can do that, but from my side, like working in that industry now, we have to make sure that everything looks good. Like our we we want to make sure that like for a goggle that the goggles are right and they're built and it's new goggles. If we put it all in the rider's hand, 
it's going to be a disaster. They're going to forget gear. They're going to have mismatching crap. They're not going to have gear. Like, yeah, but why? Like, why hire because because these guys are irresponsible. Yeah, yeah. No, I watched. I did my laundry. I brought my gear. I did my goggles. Yes, but you are you are the minority. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm still alive. You're rare, DV. Trust. Yeah. You know, there's too much. You're a unique flower. You know what? There's no. There's too much people around this. If we pay, if we pay a guy a hundred grand. There's no way we're just going to depend on him to have everything looking perfect on race day. There's just no way we can do that. It's too much of a liability for us for him to be like, oh, I, I didn't even, I did, I forgot my gear. Yeah, I, I had to borrow gear, or yeah. I had, I had, didn't even have the right jersey for pants. So he's out there in mismatching gear. Absolutely, we can't let that happen. Uh, that's the ridiculous. That's that's. I, uh, I agree, <laughs> but that's the fact <laughs> of it. You're right. Uh, all right, that's been the BTOSports.com tweeted tips but the segment. En- but the entrance. <laughs> For this that's week, old news, right? the insurance thing was uh, that's that's a good point. That's a very good point. What the entry fee stuff? The insurance, like everybody. Uh, has oh, insurance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? I mean, I, you would never. This is maybe the guy asked. First of all, he asked DV and JT, and not me. So th- that's number one. Uh, <laughs> and second, you, oh, and on. second of all, this this would never happen. So this is again maybe not his question. But I would not pay these. Uh, I would not pay Villapoto. Stewart, Dungy, Reed, the money they make. The money they make is obscene compared to the guy in 10th. It's not, it's not this. It's not about the guy in 10th. It's about what they sell. They, what, whatever they, they, they well, get. They, they, from, don't, they don't sell they, what, the, yeah. what, what James gets paid or, or Dungy exactly, or any of those guys. Exactly. Whatever Fox pays Dungy, whatever Thor or Kawasaki pays Biropodo, it's not... We're, we're so out of in whack. Sales, in sales. Right. It's we're, not. The, the, the motocross don't sell that much. I would you put know, a salary don't. cap in the sport. So I, again, you could never do it. Uh, if you're Ryan Villapoto, James Stewart, you know, the most you can make is $2 million a year. Uh, uh, and, and, and everything gets filtered down. And the guy like Jimmy Albertson or Brett Metcalf is making a hundred grand a year or a couple hundred grand a year. And we're much healthier. Everybody's healthier. And it's a better sport. Talking about a redistribution of wealth. Yeah, that's kind of socialism there. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Well, we have salary caps yes. in NBA, yeah. NHL, NFL. There's salary caps it, in all those it sports. It is. You know, I've been here, and you know, I was happy to make the money uh, I got because I'm 32 and retired. I was retired 32. But on, on the business, the business side, I don't think uh, Thor can justify um, no, all his salary in sales. I don't know what you think, JT. Since you're on 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 that side. Whatever you, um, whatever you they, pay, they can, they can, but they can't justify all the other money they're spending on top of it. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Whatever you guys pay your riders at Fly, you know, you should at least, you know, make uh, triple your money or quadruple your money on your investment. And I don't think that's the case for Thor, Fox, or any of or the uh, the top five, six guys are making. You know, it's the shopping ball test. They can all walk down shopping malls and not be stopped and not be recognized. And they're making the amount of money that a a good player in the NHL is making or Major League Baseball or whatever. And guys that are finishing 10 spots behind them are broke. I don't know if that's true, though. I, I see when I'm with Chad or those guys, they get recognized a lot. I mean, not as much as Kobe Bryant or something. Right. But I, every time I go somewhere with him, if we go to a mall or we go to dinner – Guaranteed, he's getting recognized. Guaranteed, but, not by everybody, but it, no, it happens yeah. every time. But are you in town for the race? Because that no, kind of your, I'm saying even out in Tampa or oh, wherever. Okay. I uh, mean, there's 
they're they're on live TV enough. They're on NBC. They're on Speed. They're on CBS. They're on everything. I mean, Fox, Fuel, you know, Chad's crash Fuel, was on Fox NBC News Network. over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. You know, we should we should. Um, I, again, you would never do it, but yeah, you know, put the money into bonuses or something. Get all the manufacturers to put X amount of money into bonuses and and pay back. The, I, again, pie in the sky never happened, but uh, we are we're jacked up when. Our best rider is making $5 million plus. Hey, you know what? That would be a good idea. Make a money pool. You know, All the money goes into one pool. And then everybody gets a base salary. Same. And it's all like huge bonuses, basically. Yeah, you know? it just, it'll never happen. But, yeah, I just think we're out of whack. Our, our guys just, yeah, we're out of whack. Well, so. it comes down to it's the same thing as the motorcycle industry itself with dirt bikes. There's no way that what Villapoto is making from Kawasaki – is justifiable for Kawasaki's motorcycle sales. It's a brand building, yeah, awareness. you know, yeah. budget. Yeah, it's a so. window. Yeah, Yamaha. There was they, they used to say the same thing. If we uh, would have paid you guys with dirt bike sales, you'll make like ten times less. Right. You know, like uh, yeah. we may, you're getting paid because we sell rhinos and scooters and 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 road bikes and all, all right. that. Um, well, all it's, right. the, it's the same for us because we. We brand Trey Kennard and Andrew Short and those guys as a Western Power Sports, you know, brand company. Like it, they they're, they are what we stand for as a company. The same with Thor and Parts Unlimited and Ryanville Poto, on and on and on. Um, so those guys, like, if it was just off of fly sales, they probably wouldn't get paid that. But they're they are a an image for our entire company, which our com- parent company is massive in terms of. Just versus fly. Which is why I pay Tiff Legendary so much, because he is a brand image for the Pulp Mech Show. I bring in a lot of revenue. Yeah. Um, JT, uh, we're going to have Jessica Patterson on. Uh, we're going to get you back after that. All right. Um, after the commercial uh, break, Jessica will be on, and then we'll touch base again with you before the end. All right. All right. Thank you. Uh, BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension, X-Brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB Jeep and truck bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrex support our sponsors, uh, and we can keep this show going. And we keep having the great David Villeman in studio, who's here on a Monday night in Vegas, hanging out, giving us opinion. Good, uh, great radio, bro. Uh, thanks very much for listening, and we'll be back uh, right after this. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. 
For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away 
stay any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Shoei dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Shoei's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Shoei, Shoei, Shoei. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us.
Choice. I would have gone with something. Uh, I would go with Van Halen, DV. Oh yeah, myself. But uh, that's all right. London Calling from the Clash. Solid song. Good job. Uh, thanks everybody on the BTOSports.com Pulp Mech Show. I don't know why I reversed that. Uh, XBrand.com Pulp Show 13 saves you money. XBrand goggles. The choice of Michael Essi, uh, Travis Baker, Jimmy Albertson, Austin Polatelli, Bobby Canari, Ben Lemay. Frederick Noren's wearing them. Uh, Les Smith had his best race of the year. He's wearing x brand goggles. Uh, can we talk yeah. about uh, Frederick Noren's mechanic? Yeah, that's his. Uh, that's his girlfriend. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, I saw on TV. I didn't know where it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in the media. She's a photographer too. Oh, yeah? I don't know if she's American or Swedish. I don't really figure that out. But uh, we're gonna get Frederick on the show actually uh, coming on. Also, um, you know who else wears uh, x brand goggles? TV. Michael Essie. Yes, he wears them. So does. The seven-time WMX champion uh, wrapping up uh, her final title this weekend at Southwick in dramatic fashion. Uh, she's now on the show. NFAB, Ty Lube, Yamaha's, Jessica Patterson. JP, what's up? Hey, guys. What's going on? Uh, David Villeman's in studio here. Thank you for coming on. Um, hey, DV. What's up? How are you doing, bud? Uh, yep. How, how were your X-Brown goggles in the, in the torrential downpour in the second moto? The sand, everything else, X-Brand goggles, uh, providing you with clear vision on your way to your seventh WMX title. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I definitely did have that clear vision. Uh, it was good. They they held up, and I didn't get any sand in my eyes, and everything was good. So I couldn't, I couldn't complain, that's for sure. No dog hair? What's that? No dog hair? Oh, yeah, no dog hair. I think they are actually pretty new, too. Nice. Just, 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 for, just for all you assholes that like throwing that in there in my face and Twitter. So, you, you, yeah, is that your first year with uh, X Brand? Yeah, yeah, we signed, yeah. we stole from, her, from we, Oakley. We stole her away, bro. Dude, what a big money at X Brand. We pay big money. Um, <laughs> Jessica, you're 14 points down uh, going into this race. You had a DNF the very first moto of the year with your bike, and uh, I mean, honestly, I'm. The, the the depth of, of competition in the WMX is not the greatest. I really didn't give you much of a chance to uh, pull it off, but uh, you did in a great ride. 
Um, when um, when uh, Kashinishiro? Kashinishiro? Kanoshiro. When, just say, just yeah. say the Japanese. The Japanese girl. When she did you know she went down in the first moto, or did they kind of keep that no. from you? Okay, so did you had no idea? No, they they didn't tell me nothing. They were just um, like just telling me keep going. I needed to keep pushing, like keep yeah. following my lines and stuff. But I honestly had no idea where anyone was. Um, at one point, I could see where like uh, Tricker, the other girl, was. Um, I saw her, so I figured she was probably in second, but um, I really didn't know. And, you know, like you said, going in there, I'm 14 points behind. So, I mean, even if she did get third or fourth, that still yeah. wasn't going to help me that much. So, um, I really I wasn't even sure if that was going to happen. And then after I come over the finish line, it, the pit board said, we're tied. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like huh? what? <laughs> what do you mean? And, uh, He's like, well, you're, I mean, you're three points behind, but regardless, you have to win the next race and, you know, you win it. And I, I mean, just going from 14 to being basically tied is yeah, yeah. a big, a big uh, yeah. thing. So she, she, I was pumped. Yeah, she and, was in second early on and then she crashed. And, uh, and man, yeah, what an opening for you. So you basically went into that last moto, winner take all. Yeah, pretty much. It. Yeah. It, it was just. Go for it, regardless. So, and uh, yeah. um, well, congratulations, seven titles. That's pretty cool. Um, and X Brand's a little poor, uh, but that's they're, they're happy to write <laughs> that check. Um, uh, you don't. You, what you wrote the check? No, X Brand has to write the check. Uh, I, I don't make that kind of money. Um, <laughs> Southwick, and you know what? You uh, Southwick's always good for you. You're good in the sand, being from Florida and everything. You probably weren't too worried about yourself doing your job, but. The funny thing is, and I don't think I don't think many people know this, your bike basically let go after the finish. Uh, yeah, you could say that. I, I don't know exactly what <laughs> right. happened. I'm not sure. Right. But yeah, I just know that it was making some noise. I had to just make it through that race. Yeah. Dude, that was gnarly. Um, and then see, obviously, yeah, you in that second moto, you knew that you had it. Um, is this? You've won a shit ton of titles, JP. Where does this one rank, or does it rank somewhere? I mean, this was the most, the biggest comeback anyways. Yeah, I would say, I don't know. I mean, in 2010, I think that was pretty much the most memorable one for me, but I'd say this one was probably the most, the gnarliest one maybe because Mm -hmm. I didn't, I mean, we have three rounds, and you started off, you know, with the DNF. It's not looking too good for you, so not like you have other races to make up and um i was just like well i guess the next few races i just gotta do what you know i usually do and win some races and motos and wherever i finish i finish but i was gonna just finish out regardless and and carry on with other things so um yeah i wasn't really too sure of how it was gonna pan out and you know from going from 14 down to pretty much Coming down to our last moto, I think that one would have to rank right up there with with the rest of them. Yep. Um, GNCC racing for you for the rest of the year and X Games. X Games is coming up, and and uh, amazingly enough, I'm sure Vegas would put odds on you being the favorite for the gold medal at every X Games. You have yet to do it though, JP. This has got to be yeah, the year. I pretty much blow it every time. So. <laughs> 
Um, I don't know. I'm I'm planning on well this this year. Luckily, we have um, I guess about one month now. Mm-hmm. It's August first, so we have one month to get ready. And the good part is, is I can focus solely on just X Games and not have to run in between the weekends and race moto and stuff like that. So I want to pretty much put all my focus into it. And I mean, I know what I have to do. I mean, I've, I've went through pretty much every scenario that you could go wrong. So basically now I, I know exactly what I need to do. So I just, if I put it together, I should, you know, you would think I should come away with the gold. You would. 702-586-7857 if you have a question for Seven-time WMX champion Jessica Patterson, NFAB, Ty Lube, Yamaha rider. DV, I understand you are going to try to help Jessica break this X Games gold jinx. From what yeah, I understand, I There's, to, yeah, negotiations was, are ongoing? Or Yeah, I was talking to Eddie a little bit about it. Okay. We, haven't, we have but, heard the story about you putting the hat on backwards and blitzing the whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe you need to just do that again. Just put the hat on no, backwards and show her how to skip. skip no, the, the hat was uh, the right way. Oh, okay, all right. I thought yeah. Um, so maybe Villeman will be uh, there on the sidelines helping you out, Jessica. We'll see. Yeah, he he made me feel like I was a complete beginner when <laughs> he just blitzed right through the whoops. I was just like, I don't even want to do it anymore. I just, <laughs> I was just horrible. <laughs> he just showed everybody up, and there, it was it was crazy. But yeah. Working with DV has been good, and it, it definitely helped me last year. I mean, I was on point, just one little screw-up on the start. Yeah. But other than that, oh, I definitely did learn a lot. That start was jacked a little bit, no doubt. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a WMX next year, and you probably don't either, but you're done. You're you're, you're going to focus on uh, GNCC next year? Yeah, I mean, regardless of how things would have went, um, regardless of if we had eight races again or whatever it has been, you know, um, I'm not really sure what is going to happen with WMX, but um, I decided I've been, what you would say, waffling about it, um, trying to to figure out what I wanted to do. And I did some of the X or some of the GNCC events at the beginning of the year and I've, I've just really enjoyed them. They're awesome. They're good people and just something fun, um, to do. So, uh, after, uh, after I raced, um, yeah, high point, I was just like, yeah, this is definitely going to be, be it. I wanted to, uh, put my focus on something different for next year and, um, try to get a championship and something else. And, and, you know, I mean, I, I think I've done, what I've needed to do in moto. So um, I want to try to do something different and get another championship and something else. Uh, NFAB Yamaha, uh, Jessica Patterson. Hey, Thomas from NFAB, uh, he's coming on our show just this year, 2013. And uh, he's been a big supporter of yourself and Eddie Ray and, and your racing career. And now, obviously, he's stepped up his level. And Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Chris Blos, Bobby Canari are uh, killing it. Oh, That's yeah. the team you on. Uh Talk a little bit about NFAB and all the things that they've done for you and Thomas himself. And, man, if, if there's been one guy and one company behind you. It's been NFAB. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I couldn't thank Tom enough. That guy has been behind me a long time. I think, you know, a few years, well, quite a few years back, I, I met him down in Texas and riding out of the track at Three Palms. And 
Um, you know, I think his sponsorship started out with 500 bucks, and at that time, I was just pumped with it. I was like, awesome, that, that helped out a lot, and, you know, he'd hook up our trucks or whatever we had, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just along the way, he's just always been very supportive and, you know, helped us out through everything, not even just, you know, the sponsorship, just life, like, teaching us everything, and, mm-hmm. um the guy's very smart. He knows what he's doing. Obviously, has a very successful business. And, um, you know, going from, you know, where I've started with him to where it is now is huge. And I'm pumped for him. And I'm happy for him to, have to be able to grow that big. I mean, yeah. it's not obviously not in, obviously, in motocross. It's everything. But, you know, just to see the company grow and Moro helped out and um, to now have a team with, you know, good riders and getting top tens and stuff like that. Um, I'm just pumped for him. And, you know, I definitely would not be where I'm at without the guy. He's uh, helped me along the whole way. And, um, you know, at one point I wasn't even going to race just because of how things were going and not the funds and this and that. And he's the one said, no, we're racing. He says, we'll do whatever we have to do. And you get out there and, and just do your job. I said, all right. And, uh, that that got me going again, and that's you know I think that was right um, in 2010 actually, right. and uh, yeah. So now to see where he's at, and us to have an awesome team that's not on shoestring budget, I think is good. <laughs> uh, and hey, and and Nicoletti is is you know Alan Brown runs the team over there with uh, with NFAB and Ty Loop support, and, and Nicoletti's killing it. There's that team's got a really good vibe going, and. You know, Yamaha really, I mean, eleven ten went to shit, and Velocity 3 uh, collapsed, and um, one out of the three teams that, that Yamaha stepped up and helped is really coming through um, with the help of NFAB and, uh, and yourself and Phil, and, and uh, we just kind of get Blosif going here. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a cool little story going on over there with the team. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they see that we're we're over there trying and, you know, getting the guys the, the right stuff they need, and Yamaha's been helping out a ton and just trying to get the whole program going. And, you know, of course, Alan Brown's been working hard to, to make sure everything's right in line. And, um, you know, it, it's just a, it's just an ongoing process. It's gonna, you're not going to be huge right in your first year, so... I think we're making the right steps right now, and I'm just pumped to see how the team is going and hopefully have, you know, more support from the other guys and get, you know, bigger guys in the future also. But, I mean, what the guys we have now have been doing awesome, and I think they've done a a good showing. You know, Blows and Phil have done really good, even in Supercross. So um, those guys are still learning. you got to remember, they they jumped on the bikes kind of – Last minute, they didn't have a ton of time to get all adapted, and just mm-hmm. we worked hard going through Supercross, and then uh, you know they're just getting more and more comfortable now, and I think it's going to be good for the next few years. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, we're talking to Jessica Patterson, seven-time WMX champion. She took her uh, Yamaha YZF uh, 250 equipped with W wheels, by the way, to uh, another title this weekend. Um, hey, Jessica, I want to ask you about this. Uh, I took some heat. Um, I don't know, a month or so ago, uh, Ashley Filet criticized the, the WMX series. You know, it's only three races. There's no secret. They, they're cutting down and, you know, from where they've been in the past. And, and, and I, did, I took offense a little bit to what Ashley, the past champion, said about the series. You know, MX Sports hasn't done everything perfect. There's no doubt. But they've done a lot. And they tried. And, you know, live TV slash economy 
conspired to cut the WMX series uh, back. Uh, and let's face it, some lack of interest from the teams as well and lack of interest and funds from sponsors. So I felt like they've done a lot. Ashley is not feeling that way, and I let her have it on Twitter. And a lot of people agree with me. Some people didn't. But uh, uh, what's your take on that? I mean, I, I know you and Ashley are rivals, but do you feel like – is this bitter that the WMX is going away? Uh, how do you th- – what do you think about all this? Um. I mean, first of all, I totally agreed with you on the whole Twitter thing. you got to remember, the whole MX Sports and Davey Coons and those guys have worked their asses off to give us the program throughout the whole what I've done it for 10 years, or 13 years now. I knew that, you know, they took over later on, but they've continued to do much as they could. And, you know, of course, times are getting a little bit harder. Then the right money is not there. You know, everything's getting a little bit different with even with the tv has not been very good you know they've they've needed every minute that they can get so adding us into it hasn't been the easiest thing so you know you got to remember that this sport has given her and all of the other girls even including myself a life that you know if there wasn't if that wasn't around where else would we have been like just a local hero and um, you know, she's made a lot of money off of this this joke series that she calls it, and I agree. Um, right? You know, yeah. It's, it's just like you know, you gotta you gotta remember where you came from and and what where this has gotten you. Yeah, times have gotten tough. Things things happen, and uh, you know, I I can't bag on on MX Sports for for nothing because those guys have have worked hard and they've given us. Uh, a whole series to and got us something to where we could, you know, make a living kind of, you know, and and get us other than well, just racing local tracks and being being at a nine to five job also. Well, that's just it. It wasn't perfect. They did. They made mistakes. Uh, it wasn't perfect, but it sure was hell of a lot better than a lot of other people did. And I just didn't like her attitude. Like she should be thanking Davey Coombs and MX Sports uh, for doing what 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 they've done to try to. Yeah, you know she's made a lot of money off of it, so that that was my yeah, whole point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, if it wasn't for this series, she she would have never had Red Bull and Honda and right. and whatever else she has, and, and making the money that she made. Yeah, um, you know, I I could I could never bag on them. Like, yeah, it's a bummer for the girls that are coming up. Right. They have nothing to really look forward to. They don't have anything to like. I don't really know what's going on, but yeah. like if yeah. they're if. If there is or isn't a series, regardless, you know, they have done a lot for us in the past, and it's better than than you know having regular jobs. So yeah. I'm I'm very thankful for what they have done, and um, you know, for me, it was just time. Regardless, if they would have had a, a round series again next year, right. I was going to take a step back, and I just wanted to make sure I did it the right way, and not just say i quit and just bag on everything you know i'm like i said i'm grateful for everything and whatever Um, it however it is it is but hopefully you know there will be something in the future for the other girls i think you're familiar with our next caller uh is this eddie yes it is what's up (laughs) guys what are you doing calling just so y'all just so you know i just wanted to call in to talk to the champ and uh say what's up to dv i talked to him a few weeks ago and uh you know, since I let's say this way, y'all talked to her more than I have because I got in the car that night, in the van that night, and drove her bikes back. And as I walked in the door, 
she walked out the door to come talk to y'all. Oh. Guys, look at that. Y'all got to talk to her yeah, more yeah. than I have. Right, right. Yeah, really. How would you drive back, bro? <laughs> All right, well, from Southwick? No. I was listening. To, I was listening. So I said, "You know what? I'm going to call in because I heard uh, I heard Jeff talking about X Games and DV, and you know, hopefully, uh, you know, like I, I like Jeff said uh, last year, DV worked with Jessica for uh, for X Games, and even she'll admit that uh, she learned more in you know three or four times working with DV than she probably did working with anybody. So we're definitely uh, looking forward. We're just trying to work out the last few bugs to make the thing happen and. Uh, Oh. You know, hopefully uh, here shortly we'll get that all worked out. But uh, no doubt, I thought I'd call in. Uh, um, Eddie, we, 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 I was thinking about calling you later because um, a guy called uh, the show. We're going to play his voicemail here. He really blasted you. I'd like to get your, your opinion. Oh, hey, that guy has blown me apart. Uh, like, uh, he's taking it personal. Like, man, I'm, you know what? I don't even want to talk about that right now. This is about Jessica. So, okay. but, uh, you know, we'll, if that comes up, we'll, we'll talk later. But, uh, no, I just... Uh, he didn't like you at all. I, I just thought I'd call in because I was like, dang, they've already got to talk to her more than I have. Like, I, I literally walked in the door, and she walked out the door because the phone was ringing. Perfect. So Good. it took us 48 hours exactly. So, um, but, uh, All right. We'll, call, we'll talk to you later, Eddie. Yeah, right. you're ruining it. Get yeah, off. Yeah, get off the line, bro. Turn it stop. See you, CDV. See you, bud. Stop stealing her sunlight. Uh, uh, He's a ri- radio bombing the show. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah, uh, TJ, what's up? You got a question <laughs> for uh, uh, Jessica Patterson? Yeah, I was just talking. It's awesome, and congratulations on your championship. Um, Thank so you. So I guess uh, Infab is going to be helping you out with doing the uh, off-road series stuff, too? Yeah, he's um, he's supportive of me. He says no matter what I decide to do, and... Um, Actually, we're what? we're talking, and he m- could be a potential sponsor for next year for the Ampro Yamaha team that I ride for for next year. So um, well, that's gonna be cool. I mean, it's a good I fit because we, all the off road guys are into all that stuff, and they're lifted trucks. And I mean, that would make oh yeah, there there's way more rednecks out there, and I think yeah. they would <laughs> enjoy it a lot more. So I think. Oh, it'd well, be my good. question was: Are you going to be racing with uh, with like a girls' class? Are you also going to be in the guys' class? Where I mean. Because with your bike skills and being out there, you could be quite competitive with a lot of the guys out there, I would think. Yeah, you know, honestly, it's, it's harder than people think. It's really, really gnarly. And, um, you know, right now there is a girls, which, you know, MX Sports is obviously involved in, and uh, Racer Productions, and they have a women's class. And most every race, you know, there's 25, 30, maybe more girls. So, there's a big oh, showing in the girls, and, you know, I do get that question asked a lot, and I feel like, you know, once I, I learn it more and I do become more, I guess, dominant, you could say, in the, the women's class, yeah, maybe eventually I would try it, guys, and see where I end up. And you got to remember, that's an extra hour. We do two, and they do three. So that, oh. but that's a little bit more learning, too. I just got to uh, get a little bit better, and then maybe eventually down the road, yeah, I'll try it. Yeah, I know how gnarly they are. My first one, I only did one and almost drowned during the race. <laughs> I got a... I, yeah, I, from, a, from my camelback at that, wasn't even listen, in the water. TJ, anyways, I, TJ, I did two GNCCs. I'm at a 50% plaque rate right now. <laughs> I did Unadilla and I did Indiana, and I got a plaque on the wall to show my fifth place. Well, so, I had oh, a camelback in my mouth, and I landed on my back and the bike on top of me, and started shutting, shooting water down my throat, and so I shut my mouth... <laughs> Because I'm trying, I'm drowning, and this water and Gatorade mix shooting out of my nose, and 
And, and, and I'm not even like a, a cussing guy, but I pulled up to our buddy after one lap, and I said, where is the effing truck? And I left. So I did one lap. So anyway, the 10-mile loop. I did, loop, so. I did the one in my life. You did one? In, in France. Oh, in France. Yeah, alone. I did uh, endurance I with like a couple of guys, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. swap. Yep. But, uh, but I did one uh, GNCC style. When you were a kid, a kid or like? And, uh, it was 97. Oh, so you were like yeah, in your I prime. I was in GPs and stuff. And uh, it was crazy. I was like balls out for an hour. Balls out, yeah. yeah. And then I hit a, a wall so bad. <laughs> and, and like for the the next like thirty minutes, I was like sitting down and riding around. And then uh, I think I was third or something. Yeah. And then uh, my YZ250 blew out. Not blew out, but I think I found a plug. We were going through a river. Every time I I got. A, we had to cross a river and stuff. I was like, I hated it. I'm like, dude, I'm a supercross rider. <laughs> what am I doing? Well, hey, DV, I, I got to go, but I just want to say, DV, I voted for you. I, I like ping and all, but I wish you'd have won. Uh-huh. And, um, and you need to you need to get on your YZ and go make another goon riding video because that's me and my son's one of our favorite videos. Yeah, on you know what? I can't, I can't top that one. I, I can't top that one. I can't top that one. So we, we, we're going <laughs> to Thanks, TJ. Not a problem. All right, thanks. So can I finish my story? Uh, what story? The GNCC? GNCC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so I got back. I think I got to second. And then uh, I went through that river. Every time I went to that river, I don't know, the bike was getting water. And then it seems like my my spark plug was falling every lap. And just one that one lap, maybe like 30 minutes to go, it goes, blah, 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 pop. That's it. It was done. I was like five miles from the pits, you know, <laughs> and so I put my bike on the tree and I lay down and I waited for somebody to bring me up some, something to fix my bike so I could go, you know. Oh, jeez. Worst, yeah, you, first you experience see how, You see where people are just like leaning against the tree, their bike's just over on the other side or just sitting right in the middle stuck and the guy's just sitting there chilling, just waiting for somebody to come and get him. You're like, Get out of the way. Like, you're just right there, just sitting in the middle. So it's crazy. That stuff is gnarly, but it's, I've, I've it's seen, fun. I've seen footage of that Florida one. Yeah. Dude, you can't pay me enough to do that, Rex. <laughs> uh, Dude, Florida was my favorite one. I, I I killed that one. I had so much fun with that one. It's um, the sand whoops. Just, yeah, it, was, it yeah. looks pretty gnarly, right? Was Pastrana did it one year, right? Yeah, a bunch of guys have done it, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they have, yeah. Um, do they have a vet class? Yeah, they do. You better be careful, though. Those guys freaking haul. There's yeah. some old guys that pass me sometimes. They have a vet, like, <laughs> a over 35, over 200 pounds. <laughs> over no. this, over that. Yeah. De- they're definitely not over 200 pounds. <laughs> and, you, and do they have an all Yamaha class? Because that's the only one DV wants to ride. Um, Jessica, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, congratulations again on your... Uh, your title, um, good job on the NFAB Tyler Yamaha team. And, uh, yep. yeah, we'll, we'll, thanks uh, thanks for everything, man, and thanks for coming on, and we will be seeing you on TV at X Games. Yep, for sure. Thanks, guys. We're making you some special X-Brand goggles. We have to discuss which what we're going to do for that. We don't quite know. but something. Yeah, I know. i got to keep looking. i got to decide. Yeah, you got to get on it. Okay. As long as it's clear, that's all that matters. <laughs> thanks, Jessica. <laughs> all right, thanks, uh, guys. See ya. Bye. Uh, Jessica Patterson, everybody, seven-time WMX champion uh, on the uh, on the line. No John Dowd tonight. Damn it. 
It's almost midnight over there. Just, uh, well, yeah, no, I mean we're def- just, we're not we're giving up. But... Just get over it. Yeah. Oh wait, Tits, I didn't turn your mic on. All right, there. It's the end of an era, man. You we, just gave up. We're gonna get him next week. Call it quits. We're gonna get him next week. He's out. All right, uh, JT. Yes. You ready to do the X brand goggle tear off segment? Are you ready? Sure. This is 15 seconds or less, bro. You got nah, it. I don't, I don't like the 15 second thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, just let let the fun go. Just the, go the with time it, man. Just, yeah, go, just go with it. No, we we 15 seconds or less. We That's weren't the whole timing point of them. It. We well, Tish just wants to get home quicker. No, 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 no. I'm saying you got rules. We weren't timing. This isn't like, like, like you were gonna say. Yeah, this isn't numb. We were timing. It's like what's the point of even saying 15 seconds? What's or less? that point of having rules if there's no penalty? All right. How about this? You go over on time, your pay gets docked. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Docked. Give you, give you. Wow, that's a double entendre. I'm not really <laughs> willing to go down that road. I don't want to well, lose money or get docked. Well, then you really better make sure your answers are less than 15 F&A. seconds. F&A. My motivation is high. <laughs> it's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid fire. Uh, X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. X-Brand Goggle is the choice of champions like Jessica Patterson. Michael Lessie uses them. Bobby Canari. We ben know, Lamette. we know. Okay, we know, all right. Uh, X-Brand.com. Pulp Show 13. You save money on X-Brand Goggles. Uh, all right, these are submitted by a who? Corey Luttermoser. Uh, all right, all right. Fantastic. Okay, uh, here we go. Let's right. do it. First question is for you, Steve. Who do you think Metcalf will ride for next year? Time's up. JGR. Yeah, that could be good. Jason, who was the fastest rider ever at Southwick? Ricky Carmichael. R- really, Moser? Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you get what you're paying He was the fastest guess. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DV, if you hadn't left Moto Concepts, what riders did you want to or plan to hire? I wanted to. Yeah, if you wouldn't have left, who did you want to hire? Who was on? Who was uh... Ryan Villapoto? <laughs> you plan to hire him? Did Porcel? No, Por- we're not talking about Porcel. That. Never cashed a check, right? Never cashed a check. Right, right. You guys signed him for fifty grand for outdoors. No, uh, three times that. One hundred fifty grand for outdoors. Wrote two of them. Never cashed a check. Good for him. Yeah. That's uh, good for you guys. No, you know what? Hey, some guys that that's honorable. I'm not a big Porcel yeah. guy. But he did, he did not get his check. Like yeah, Genova went to go give it to him, and he said he no. ended him. He said, "I'll oh, give him it later or something." Yeah. And then Kinda the weird. Texas fiasco happened. He left, and we never heard from him anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, a lot of guys would take that show. money. Yeah. A lot of guys would take that money. I know it was a thirty yeah. grand check. Yeah. So all right, Steve. Second question. Why is it taking so long for Tomac to get signed? I don't know, but a lot of other riders are also wondering the same thing. You know, he doesn't have an agent. His dad's doing the work for him. Maybe mm. that's part of it. Like, I would imagine his dad would John, well, John would, would bounce you, it off a lawyer or something. You don't, but, you, what do you need a lawyer? Seriously, what do well, you need an agent? I'm not it's, saying it's need, a motocross contract. Uh, it's it's a bike, and what here do you need? Here we go. Seriously. Thank you. Jason, second question. If Millsaps was healthy and racing the outdoors, where would he be finishing? Behind the top two somewhere. <laughs> You're really, really trying to nail this thing, Jason. Well, I, mean, I mean, he's well, not going to get the same position every moto. What was it? What was Stupid the question? Moser. What was the question? <laughs> where, where would uh, Millsaps be finishing if you were racing the outdoors right now? That was what the question was. 
right. but your question, DV, is... Well, what, what does DV think? It wasn't my question. What do you think, though? I'm allowing you to answer. I like uh, JG's uh, answer. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, it, what, it's not one moto. There's been a lot of motos. I'm sure he would who's, probably would have got third uh, a couple times. Probably would have got fifth. He probably would have got who's third, who's, F you, dude. Who's third overall? Uh, Barsha. Uh, I don't, yeah. I'd be but Barsha's had bad motos. I mean, yeah. not Morris. He was way back there one moto. Uh, whatever. I mean, it's it's hard to just say one spot. Okay. I, I, I think these guys, these two guys are being dicks. I think they could be a little more. I mean, obviously, no one is. You give us 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, now you're. Now you give the. Now hey, you're. The no, the thing is, I got threatened with losing money now. and getting docked. No, it's tough. It's tough to say because. In, I'm going to uh, lose my manhood. I'm answering these damn questions. <laughs> I like the consequences now. This, in, this, this uh, is real. In uh, 12. How many? 12 motos. Okay. Yeah. Uh. In 12 motos. Mm-hmm. DV, yeah, you said that. Vidopoto and Dungey did not get one or two three times combined. Two times for Vidopoto and only one time for Dungey. Right. The one time for Dungey was third. So... And Vidopoto got two-fourths. Yeah. So... You but, think uh, somebody else? No, there's not, nobody on the face of the earth that would get in the mix right there. All right. Okay. Uh, DB, name a team you would have liked to ride for during your career. American Honda. Fa- factory Honda. What happened to Moser? Just slipping. Just slipping. Just mailing it in, yep. man. Yep. Did you just pay him? I, I, I did. I, I did I, just I, pay him. There you I go. did that, just pay him. Answer, you know, yeah. I had the opportunity to race a factory Honda. You did? Factory oh, Honda. Oh, FMF Honda? No, FMF Honda? Uh, factory. You were right to skip that place. Factory 125 Honda. What happened? In-house. Uh, we did. Decided uh, to with my dad and my parents. So we decided to uh, do one year on GPS into 50, and come straight here on a because I had a three-year plan with Yamaha, like 125 GP, 250 GP, and my third year of the contract was open, and to race either GPS or mm-hmm. go to the US. So, um, it's longer and, than and 15 all, seconds, and, by the way. Yeah, but all the all the oh. years were op- options. Every year I'd renegotiate as options, and I could, you know, if I wanted to go to the U.S. or if I had a good deal or whatever. And then uh, I always wanted to come in full-time to, as a 250 rider. I never wanted to race 125s full-time. Okay. That's longer than 15 seconds. Yeah, you should have made him take his payment out and put it on the table, and then you just keep pulling bills off the longer he goes. Moser? Him. That's oh. what we're talking about. Your payment gets oh. docked if you go too oh, long. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? He doesn't care, though. He'll just take, I mean, the, the meager amount I give him, <laughs> we'll take it, and he just goes, oh, well, okay. Yeah. He's going to yeah. care if he gets docked. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> then, he, that. then he'll start caring. Those are real consequences. Yep. Yeah. Crap. All right. All right, JT, uh, who was the best sponsor you had in your career besides Frank? Uh, DNA. <laughs> Subway, eat fresh. Subway, yeah. eat fresh. Coca Cola. Wait, who else screwed JT? Let's hey. go down the list. Hey, JT, do you still have gift calls from Subway or what? Um, you know what? The biggest, <laughs> the biggest boneheaded move I ever made was I had all these Subway stamps and cards, and then they discontinued the program. I had all these ones saved. I'm like, oh man, when it's off season, I'm not Seems making a ton of money. Day. I'm going to use these things. I'll eat Subway every day, and then they discontinued the program. So they basically screwed me in every way possible. That's a, that's a real heartbreak. 
Uh, I would probably have to say, well, because BBMX isn't a real sponsor. They don't really market anything. So I'd have right. to say Fly Racing because of my current situation. And I rode for them for like 10 years. So. Yeah. Okay. Third question for you, David. You've admitted you're pretty cheap, but what is the most lavish gift you've bought yourself, excluding something like what, a house? What about his Camaro or whatever he's got? Corvette. Lavish. You, you only got the V6, dude. You can't call it lavish. Oh. Lavish means uh, like expensive? Yeah. Yeah. A uh, bunch of Rolexes. That's dumb. What was that car you bought? It was a, the v- you had a little sports car for a little while. I had a Crossfire, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. The Pontiac? Rolexes. No, it's Chrysler, uh, I think. Chrysler. Oh, Chrysler, okay. My, uh, mine's original, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> that's what you splurged on? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a, like a male <laughs> minivan. <laughs> F you, dude. All right, is that Ben? That's the X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment? That's it. All right, everybody, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, the goggle of choice for many riders, for champions throughout the world. Hey, Mojo, if you're listening, you got to step it up next time. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Don't course. you step it up. <laughs> oh, step it don't up. use the word step it up. Uh, uh, welcome to the show, uh, my lovely wife, uh, Pookie. Hello, hello. Were you? Ooh, hey, Pookie. how mad were you when Kelly hugged me? Right after she shook my hand. And she hugged me. Oh, yeah. She's taunting her. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got your man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's, do the, let's do the Pookie versus Tits Moto Trivia. We Dang, have an yeah. intro for that. That segment of the show. Yeah, let's, let's bring it back. Uh, Tits made a run. He closed it to within two. Uh, it's 5-3, I think. Yeah, let's, let's, let's start. I'm also 5-3. Let, let's, <laughs> let's start at <some> zero. <laughs> um. I don't know if these are great questions, but I, I mean, who sent them in? I did them. I did you them. did them. I did them. Okay. I did them today. Do you have everything you need? Yeah, my yeah. You have to. You have to write it write down, it bro. Down. Oh. <laughs> she, she brought her A game. Wow. Yeah. I forgot. Okay. Uh, time on the clock here. Um, how long did I give you guys for time? It's like fifteen seconds. Five. Uh, I don't know, but the time is very important. Um. This is a game where we see basically uh, our two moto uh, trivia kings here, Pookie and Tits, and who knows more? Tits versus Tits, some would say. Not me. Some would say. <laughs> and uh, Pookie's up 5-3. She was up 5-1. Tits made a comeback the last couple weeks. Last time, last couple times we played. Mm. Here we go. Uh, the first of three, correct? You can ask who DV or JT No, it's the best out of three. I mean, the it's best out of five. Best it's, out of five. Yeah, first one to three. Right. DV, who yeah. you got your money on? Come on, bro. No, I don't know. No. I'm going to give you guys a little, uh, JT. I got, I got to go with my boy, uh, Tess. Sexiest voice in radio. Yeah, and objects. And objects. Objects, sexiest voice in radio. JT, who you got? Oh, I'm on, I'm on Team Pookie every yeah, time. You right. are, aren't you? Yeah. My guy. No faith in that. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to give you guys a little more time for a couple of these answers because they're a little multifaceted. Okay. <sighs> name three, name five. All right. Question number one. I'm throwing it out a softball. Right down the middle. Coming at you is softball. Ready? Probably going to get it wrong. But Michael Lessie's brother's name and his racing number. Oh. Michael Lessie's brother's name and his racing number. Next question is, who's the president of the United States? Pens down. <laughs> Pens down. <laughs> who's the president? All who's right, my Pookie, president? what do you got? What's okay. the name of this radio Jeff show? Uh, both of you. Good, good job. All right. Okay. Um, Way to bring the heat tonight. Uh, hey, listen. Uh... You want some heat? You want heat? You want heat? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Bring Ryan Dungey rode for Factory Suzuki in 2010. 
on yep. a 450. Yep. Uh, his teammate that year was a very obscure rider. Name Ryan Dungey's teammate in 2010 on a 450 class. Nobody knows that. Um, very obscure rider. Pens down. All right, here we got. Uh, tits, what do we got? Ooh. I wrote Medi. Uh, that would be wrong. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Mack Mac. is also wrong. Damn. <laughs> it was uh, Matt Moss. Australian what Matt Moss. What year was Medi on there? Uh, the next year. Mm-hmm. And the next year. And the next year after that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mathis, you hated Matt Moss. Oh, I just I, – You I just, hated him. No, I had nothing against him. I'm just like, what is that dude getting – you told me it was a rock star Australian thing? That's well, it was, it was a, yeah, Suzuki, Australia, rock star – all tied in. He had to have been the worst factory rider ever in the history of sport. That's all. No, there's that's there's, a bold no. statement. Wow. At Suzuki, there's a few of them. Who? Uh, Who was worse? That kid, that Horizon uh, Award. Ben Riddle. Ben Riddle. No, Horizon Award. Yeah, he won the Horizon. Uh, 2003, 2002. Yeah, that was Ben Riddle. No, no, there's another one. Uh, Gray. Gray. Okay. Oh, Richard Ryan Gray. Gray. Yeah. Richard, Ryan Gray. Uh, okay. Um, both wrong. Um, this past weekend at Southwick in the 450 class. There were there were two riders who rode their first national of the year. Who were they? 450 class Southwick. Two guys rode their first national of the year. Two riders. Who were they? We'll just take uh, first or last names or maybe even initials. There was probably a lot more than that. I know. Just name two, though. Okay. All right. Boom. Pens down. Hey, 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 no, no, okay, hey, Ronnie, Rocky eating something, Ronnie Mack and some guy from Europe, Pookie, no, uh, tits, I've got a good feeling tonight, what do you got, Medi and Dowd, very good, good job, good job, uh, I also want to say Medi or Tommy Hahn, I was taking Tommy Hahn also, I I didn't even realize that he raced, so there you go, he did, I was giving you guys three trenches, um, Medi got me again, you're up to two, tits, um, two to one, okay, Old school question. Who's ready for some old school stuff? Oh, you know how I love the old school. <laughs> Tits, I know. Did, did not know motocross existed. I have existed been around the block. Before 1997. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a little more time for this. but uh, Okay, I need uh, Mark Barnett's nickname. Mark Barnett's nickname. I need Brock Glover's nickname. I need Johnny O'Mara's nickname. Brock Glover, Johnny O'Mara, and Mark Barnett. They each had nicknames. I need them. I'm going to give you eight more seconds. To give me Mark, three. Mark Barnett, Johnny O'Mara, and who? Brock Glover. He doesn't even know who Brock uh, Glover time. is. Time. Time. Oh, he's shaking his head. Pookie, yes. Pookie what, got what do we got? Pookie Bomber, got it. Golden Boy, Osho. Boom. Very good. Pookie yeah, knows the old school. Go, Golden Boy is the one I didn't what? have. I had Bomber and Osho. Okay. Uh, tits, I'm impressed. Uh, two, two all. <laughs> two all. Here we go. Um, that was the fourth question, right? Yeah, this one. This question is too easy. Um, I, guess, I guess, JT, think of a question There's here. There's no such thing as too easy with us, Because they're both going to get this one. Okay, JT? All so right. Think of something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys this one. Mm. If either one of you bomb this one, we got issues. <laughs> um, only two riders have gone undefeated in motocross. Name them. Two riders have had undefeated seasons in motocross. Can you name both of them? Time. All right. She's wrong. Uh, RC and RV. <laughs> Oh! Oh! Tits, tits, tits. <laughs> Jesus tits. Sorry, I got Stu and RC. He yeah. wins. Oh. Oh. Come on, Pookie. Yeah, tits. Team tits all the way, baby. <laughs> oh, Pookie. Oh. A collapse of I'm, epic I'm, I'm, proportions. You hang from Bubba's nuts. I say, 
Oh, Don't ask man. me that. Hey, wait, did you? You that got was, RC, that was but a, not Stu. Is that what it she was? She got RV. I don't know why. She no, no, no. You had RC, but yeah. you didn't get. Right. Okay. All right. Hashtag fail. <laughs> JT <laughs> thoughts. JT thoughts on this. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm speechless. Come on, I'm a supercross girl. Oh dear. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I was already thinking. There's no way that either one misses this. It would have been much worse tits if is, I would have missed it. By tits the way. is rallying back five to four. I told you we shouldn't play this game. Pookie, what's happening to you? Well, I thought... Are you rattled because Kelly Stavis gave me a hug? <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you came up here to give me coffee earlier, Rocky went up and jumped up on the counter and brought down a whole pizza. A whole pizza right can, off the counter. Can you go make sure something else is... I put him away. He's right here. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, that dog. I know. Um, we should give him away as a prize. J- JT wants him. <laughs> you want to pass a hound. <laughs> I'm not sure what the, the Boise pound is like. <laughs> So you might want to give him, not want to give them to me. <laughs> right. Um, all right, everybody. That is the uh, tits versus tits oh, trivia man. challenge. Wah, wah, wah. Five to four for tits. God, I can't. Still, really? What year? F you, dude. Oh wait. Oh wait. Beating uh, Tim Ferry. Tim Ferry, the, second in the field in the was deep. The field was deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pookie. Pookie, you should have known that one. Come on, you should ask me a Supercross question. We're when we do Supercross, it'll be during the Supercross season. You don't even know Golden Boy. I, 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 oh, good I, one, Pookie. Way, I, to, I, way, to, way to really you know, get to him. That was a good burn right there. <laughs> Did you one. know that or no? When when you say it, it, may, it sounds familiar, but I, I never would have came up with it. No. Okay, all right. What was Jeff Tasbridge's nickname? Chicken. What about Bailey? David Bailey. The professor, professor. right? Yeah. Little, little Professor. Little professor. Oh. Win, Wendy Bailey. What? <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> You're going to hell, bro. Uh, well, I didn't do it. What was Ron Machine's nickname? Dogger. Yeah. Oh, he goes, yep. No, I'm doing something else, but yeah. I something with optics? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going to take our last commercial break of the night. JT, we're going to bring you back for the uh, voicemail segment, NFAB Banging Bar segment, and uh, uh, the great David Villeman here, Pookie. Sorry, JT. Don't give up not on so, me, though. Not so great, Pookie. Too. Uh, I'm not a quitter. We <laughs> okay. just you got you got work to yeah, do. Yeah, we got work to do. Get your hands off my wife. Oh, all over me. I know. It's French. Now you know how I felt. What? With Kelly. With Cobra. Oh yeah, 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 right. yeah. <laughs> Hey, the Cobra is not striking, but <laughs> it hasn't striked in a while. <laughs> oh my god. That's a Cobra hissing everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case you want to know. And it, that's a rattlesnake. Yeah. Good one. Good one. All right, buddy. You have a fork tongue, DV? <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. We're going to be back with our last commercial break of the night. Support our sponsors, please, uh, because uh, Dave Villeman ain't cheap. Thanks, everybody, and uh, see you when we get back. Next show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. 
Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I've ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class 
taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed, 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me, listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars, he's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives, you can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy. 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 In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy-free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, 
quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungy, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I would like to wish David Villeman, Jason Thomas on the line here, and uh, my own favorite uh, producer, Tits Legendary, a happy Canada Day, everybody. Happy Canada Day. Congratulations. It's the 4th of July, Canada. What a great day. It's the 1st of July in Canada, but... You know what I mean. It's the, it's the same holiday is what I'm talking about. Canada Independence Day? day? Yes. 
Gotcha. Uh, happy Canada Day. And I'm working on it, too. Everybody is uh, normally off, but not me. So. Hey, I'll be working on the 4th of July, so we're even. Yeah, you will Thursday, be. Fly Moto yeah. 60 show, Fly everybody. Fly Moto 60 show. Uh, Thursday, noon, Pacific. Uh, JT will be on it. Tits Legend will be there. Uh, it's one hour uh, looking ahead to Red Bud. Uh, Fly Moto 60 show. So check it out. You could have called me. Uh, I, I would have came before Southwick. I was in town. Oh, yeah. Where were we on that one? That's stupid of me. Instead, I got stupid Wigan and stupid Thomas. <laughs> oh, sorry. JT there. Sorry. I was. Oh. He's gone now. <laughs> um... Hey, uh, NFAB, Banging Bar segment. Let's do it. This Banging Bar is brought to you by NFAB. NFAB Jeep and Truck Products, industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars available in industry today. N-Fab.com. Nicoletti, Blos, Canari, Jessica Patterson. They are on the NFAB Ty Lubiamon team. The best reason to buy NFAB is the fact that they support the sport. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And uh, so the banging bar segment, one of the ideas I had, JT, we had was uh, 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 at the end of Moto 1, 450s, um, you had uh, uh, Ryan Dungey, Justin Barsha, or Andrew Short, Justin Barsha, Ryan Villapoto. Uh, that was the battle. I, if it had gone another lap, where does Villapoto finish, JT? If it I'm going to say I'm gonna say second. You Really? Um. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I if uh, I I want to say yes. You know, what, I'm. I think he could have gotten Shorty because I think Shorty was would have been much easier to pass than Barsha. I think Barsha had some fight in him. Right. 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 So, if he got Barsha, I think he could have gotten Andrew as well. That was and you know what and man, Dungey wasn't that far ahead. I don't. I'm obviously he probably cruised pretty much. He was probably a little tired. He put in a hell of a charge. But uh, he wasn't yeah, that far Yeah, I think Dungey's – he's just better equipped to fight off Villapoto right, than right, the right, other right, two, right. maybe. Yeah, I don't think he passes Dungey, but I'm saying he's right there. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. I mean, it, it – you know, it's one of those things where if you're at a local race that they – or like a fair race, they used to do this. We're like, oh, sorry, we, we messed up. We're yeah. going another lap. <laughs> right, 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 right. They used to um, do that crap all the time. Uh, especially in France when DV was riding there. Um. 702-586-7857. Call in if you, wanna, if you have a question for David Villeman, Jason Thomas, or myself on the Pulp Mech Show. Presented by BTOsports.com. Um, yeah. What do you think, DV? What, what's, the, what's the finishing order if it's one more lap in that first moto? Uh, stuff to say. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Stuff to say. But, yeah, safely second. RV, second. Yeah. yeah. Gets around those guys. Yeah. He was coming, man. There were some passes on the TV show that he looked like he was shot out of a cannon. He was going so much faster than some of those great riders. That's pretty scary. Um, uh, that's been the NFAB Banging Bars segment uh, on this show, n-fab.com. Banging Bars, the top four in the 450s, they were all banging bars out there. So it was pretty exciting stuff. That was a short segment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Short and sweet. Short and sweet, bro. Yep. All right. 702-586-7857. Put it says on my Match.com profile. <laughs> sure and sweet. So who's, uh... I thought I said look on more. <laughs> That's another guy we know. What about the, the Adam and Cooper debate? Yeah, yeah. Once again, if you were there, there was no doubt that Cooper Webb was faster. 
but he finished worse than him in the overall points. DNF second moto. Uh, and, and you could see Adam, when Cooper got on him, oh, yeah, he picked it up. <laughs> He's like, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's, 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 if you're Cooper Webb, you're probably super frustrated because, JT, uh, are you with me on that? Cooper Webb's going faster right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely got the edge on him. It'll be interesting to see as Adam gets back to full strength and, you know, puts the weight back on the Duost, if that evens out the playing field any. But mm-hmm. right now, for sure, I, I think Cooper has an edge on him. DV, are you disappointed with seeing Cirillo after two races, or is this just what you thought would happen? No, I don't know the kid. I never. I saw him riding. Okay, no in, one's in, saying you know in, him. In, in no super mini. Easy, so right. calm yeah, down. It's okay. It's, okay. it's all right. I don't. I don't know what to expect. And we said a few weeks ago, uh, we we got picks for like Red Bud mm-hmm. for Bud Creek. I mean, and I said eight eight or something. I, I think I remember, but um, but I don't know. I don't know the kid. I don't know how fast he is. I never saw him ride. I don't know his program. Uh, uh, it's tough when you don't really know just to uh, to give an opinion. But um, I've seen um, Cooper ride, and uh, he had some great races, right, in Tennessee. and I mean, Yamaha, and, too. I don't know if you can notice well, that. Yeah. Car- Didn't Car- he pull a whole shot, or was, or was that? Uh, Carburetor. Carburetor. Martin. Next, what about next year's bike? Looking good. They look sick. EFI, but... four-valve, brand new. Yeah. Direct injection motor. Backwards motor. Yeah, backwards motor. Yeah. You, get, you get a chubby reading the PR. Yeah, DV. I, I bet you did. That. I, you know, <laughs> I saw the pictures and that's it. Good, they look, that's good enough they, for you. Huh? They look cool, you know, like I might have to get one of those. What do you think of the new bikes, the new Yamahas, JT? It's nice to see they embrace the modern age. Uh, yeah, it was. <clears throat> I mean, obviously the 250 needed, you know, to kind of get with the EFI program. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know enough, to be honest with you. Um, I hope that, you know, they, whatever the perceived problems were or whatever, you know, I hope that they kind of turn it around and they can um, kind of shake that because it's not good for anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We need all the all the manufacturers to be on a level playing field and all, you know, riders want to ride for them and all that stuff. I mean, that's a proud company you're talking about. So uh, I hope that it's good. Yeah, me too. Uh Evan, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Um, the co-host, uh, DV, you're, you're just saying, my, my you're, favorite. You're just saying uh, that because he's on the show, Evan. No, no, really. This guy, called last, week, this guy in, called last week and said Ping was the best. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 right. Um, <laughs> Calls in every week. Well, I was, I was it's, really it's open not, for It's doubt. not a competition, right? It's, it's, I don't, no, no it's it is a, a competition. There's a not, poll about it and everything. Yeah, I don't care about the poll. It's not a competition. It's about, you know, giving... Inputs and opinions and, and trying to be straightforward, basically, you know? Yeah, no, that's what I like. That's, um, I was hoping Dad was going to be on, but maybe something happened I over there. I don't know what happened to Dad. We're all over here, actually. I'm on the East, too. He's celebrating um, his 1998 West Coast championship. <laughs> Beating the David Villeman. Thank you, Sean Parolio. Now, would you say that Dowdy is probably one of the most underrated riders out there? I mean, if he's been out there forever... You mean like um, in history or like today or something? Or? No, I mean like with his, with his speed. I mean, you know, I mean, the guy's got nine overall wins outdoor. And if you said that to somebody, um, I mean, most of them are in the 90s. I mean, nobody, if you said that to somebody now or, or five years ago, you know, other than Southwick, you know, you wouldn't think, 
he's the guy that. But he had days where it just seems like he had. He's won. I think he won all his races at Binghamton, Millville. Yeah, he won three, three overalls at Broom. And then he won. Of course, he won the muddy, the mud race in Hangtown. Yeah, that was a, um, yeah, that was way back in '91, right? Right, right. Uh, uh, I would then say he any one high point in 2000, right? On, on the, Kawasaki. The no, guy, no, no, that's wrong. The high point 2000 is the, this guy that won. David Villeman. Oh, okay, so that's the, right. that's, uh, the, that's vault. the vault's fault. Yeah, the vault. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Oh no, yeah, we know the vault is wrong. Move along. Okay, okay. <laughs> Nothing. Sorry, DJ, you're still my favorite. Uh, no, I, I don't simple, care. All right, because I, no, I saw that. I'm like, they were talking about who won I, the 125s that day. I won mm. winners, mm. and then I saw I wasn't the winner. I'm like, ah, oh, I guess I got the bonus check though. But <laughs> who sorry. won 125? Hey, who won 125s that day? I think Nick Way. Hmm. Let me think here. Uh, oh, yeah. You? It was my rider, Kelly Smith, on a Mathis oh, Dune bike. Who would have thought? Won the wow. national. Wow. Uh, did, who did can you, forget did that? You, uh, did you tie the phone break, Kelly Pro, that day? Oh, uh, here we go. Talk about not living in the past, bro. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Says dude. this guy. I don't live in the past. Oh, I know. No. I know, I know. Nah, I dude, know, I look I forward, about, bro. Yeah. Um, Summer Cross 99 and hey. iPhone 2000. <laughs> Uh, Evan. Yeah. You want to fly F2 helmet? Really? That's great. Well, you don't want one? <laughs> uh, no. Well, well. The funny thing yourself. is, I mean, it's not gonna do. It's not gonna do me much good, but it can do one of my boys good. Um, okay. Because I've been in a wheel. I've been. In a, I've been quadriplegic. I've been in a wheelchair for almost eleven years now. Eleven years and a couple of weeks actually. Oh, bummer. Um. So you really uh, needed that helmet eleven boys. years ago, didn't you? You needed a neck brace 11 years ago. Neck brace? Yeah, I did. Uh, I don't, I did so, but, yeah, don't, don't, don't even start with so, a neck brace. I don't brace. need an at, Well, I mean, an atlas brace doesn't get into me it's much good anymore. I already did my damage. Well, can we? Um, can, can you do? Can you give? Yeah, your boys or somebody? I mean, if, if that's cool with you, that'd be great for me because they're just um, my eldest boy is 15 and um, he's been into it. He doesn't have his own bike yet. I mean, he's they're still riding trail bikes and four wheelers that we got. Okay. Yeah. Are, are your boys going to um, share the helmet, or you know, which one are you going to give it to? You gotta choose well, your favorite, right? Yeah, I'll I'll check check all that. No, you know you don't have favorites when you have when you have more than one kid. You don't have favorites. J- JT, uh, fly F two helmet, superior superior product. Uh, yeah, for sure. That's uh, I mean that's the helmet our top guys wear. Signature. I mean you can pretty much pick whatever you want, but I mean that's oh. what Andrew and Trey and everybody wear every weekend. So I've got one. Cool. Well, thanks, Dan. I love it. We were wondering. Um, People were wondering. Silent. Yeah, Evan, uh, um, stay on hold. We'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. All right, all right. Bye, uh, all right. Thanks, guys. All right, thank, thank you, you, man. Thanks. thanks. Thank you. Uh, Evan's won the Fly F2 helmet. Uh, congratulations to him. Um, uh, voicemails. Voicemails. Let's do voicemails. Uh, 702-586-7857. You can call in any time. Uh, these are the best of the rest of the voicemails. These are always entertaining and exciting. Um a lot of James Stewart fans this week for, uh, for yeah. Uh, okay. Um, all right, let's do it. Oh, it's the rain in yellow. Oh, hallelujah, it's the rain in yellow. Oh, yeah. Check this out. Yeah, James Stewart's not getting the finishes. I don't know what's his deal, but I will say this. It's great to see him out there every weekend. I just look forward to watching him ride. There's no doubt, and I know everyone knows it. Uh, he, you know, this is from the gear, from the head to toe, the, vibe, the dude is the flyest looking dude out there. That's not usually a word I'd say, but, uh, he looks good. You know, I mean, uh, gear, boots, 
helmet, goggles. I mean, the guy just has his own style. I think, um, you know, people love him regardless of what kind of finishes he's putting in. Um, you know, I, I don't know what's the uh, the deal with his finishes, but, uh, yeah, um, love seeing him out there. And uh, I hope he just keeps racing kind of like a Wyndham, you know. I mean, I think he's still got a lot of good years left. I, I he just got to figure it out. I don't know what's going on there, but, uh yeah, sharpest looking dude out there, you know. I can't wait to wear the gear. That's, that's some cool looking shit, and he makes it look ten times better. This guy loves James Stewart. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I just I, I love to meet some Stewart, just like you, Steve. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'd like to see some better finishes, but uh, I just enjoy seeing the guy ride, you know, regardless. Uh, so, that's my two cents. I thought he was going to win, JT. Oh, yeah, I cut him off. I cut this guy off. No way. Thanks for wasting the last minute and a half of my life with that voicemail. Sorry, bro. He's not a Dungy fan. Sorry, Tits. It is nothing. I I'm coming around to Stewart, so that has nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. It's me. It's raining yellow again. Uh, um, oh. <laughs> never called it before, and I've always wanted to, so I'm sending calling a lot. But, uh, uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, I love the show. Uh, big fan of Berluti. Uh, I'm 29 years old, and I, I like all the the knowledge that he brings. Uh, he's still on a team working with Brock Tickle. He's just a great, great uh, personality, very likable, seems like a nice guy. And uh, I, I love hearing what he's got to say, you know. Um, keep it up, Berlut, Tits, uh, funny, great. Uh, as always, Steve's doing a good job. And, uh, yeah, you know, everyone on the show is killer. Um, fucking love the show. I love it. it. Gets me through work every day. You know, I download a bunch of new episodes, old episodes, and uh, and just get to listening. You know, it, are we gonna keep going or what? I, I absolutely love the show. Uh, appreciate everything you guys do. So keep it up. Ludie's a man. Steve's a man. Tits legendary. So uh, thanks, guys. Once again, it's raining yellow. James Stewart all day. Uh, what do you mean I gotta change the channel between Moto One and Two? This is BS, man. I mean, come on, I got stumbled from that shit. And what's just I can't watch it on my iPad. You mean tell me I gotta pause the DVR when I go and get a beer? Come on, man. This just you know three nine to four strokes. They're just ruining the sport, dude. I say we form a riders meeting and protest. Let's strike. And by the way, what's this shit? You wanna play Van Halen? What do you think it's your show or something? You think Paul Ben Max is ran by Steve Mathis? Come on, man. No, seriously, though, man. Don't change the thing. Show's awesome. Rambo, out. There you go, Rambo. All right, here's an observation. Uh, huge James Stewart fan. Um, I could watch the entire 30-minute uh, 30, 30 moto of just him riding. I could watch the entire Supercross race of just him riding. Uh, my question <laughs> is, or observation, same, same kind of deal, is that I notice he always gets camera time. And I'm totally cool with that. But I noticed, you know, a guy even like RV or Dungey, you know, um, who is up front, rightfully so, camera time, they're either in first or second or battling for it. Um, you know, Stewart could be in last place. He's still going to get some of that TV time. Where I noticed a guy like Chad Reed, who I thought would get TV time, is kind of, uh, you know, his time, TV time is dwindling. Is it? Do they know a lot of people are, are, are big Stewart fans and just 
want to see him regardless of what he's doing. I, uh, just because, you know, I notice he does get a lot of attention, and um, like I said, I'm all for it. I, you know, I'm one of those people who wants to see him regardless of what place he's in, so I can understand. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever talked about that before, you know. Um, you know, because I, I do think uh, many writers are you know, definitely deserving of uh, a little highlight or, you know, mention of their teams. Hey, it's Jordan from Missouri. I was just listening to the... Uh, I don't think... JT, do you think James gets extra camera time? Um, I mean, he's a main player. They do talk I mean, about him as a main player, but... I yeah, mean, he's just one of the guys. I mean, he was winning the race. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to get TV time. To be honest with you, they were showing RV coming through the pack more than anything this weekend. I thought so, too. James was yeah. out front, and they never even showed him until, right. you know, right before he crashed. So The uh, the guys, uh, the producers, they have a tough job. They're not, for sure. Even guys, I've criticized them before, too, but it's not easy. You can't um, make everybody out. No, no, exactly. It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's hard to do on a motocross track, follow a guy around. So, um, All right, this, this message from Jordan, this next one, let's do this. Archives. I mean, I hate to go all singing on you, but Eddie Ray, God, what a fucking douche that guy was. Um, if he's not making a salary, then it's safe to say they're on a shoestring budget. Oh, that's really nice. You're paying for his bikes and paying for him to get the races, but that's not paying his water bill. It's not paying for his rent in his house. That's not taking stress off his shoulders. I mean, sorry. God, that guy sounded like a fucking douche. Please. Friend, I know he's a friend of the show, but... And this message probably won't make the air, but douchebag. Seriously. Thanks. I had to say that. He was just pissing me off. <laughs> Later. Um, what did he say? I, Ed, I missed part Eddie of Ray. that. Eddie Ray. Yeah, I know. No, what what's did, up, guys? Uh, you're, you, this guy, not happy with you. Many douchebags. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, you know what? I didn't call to insult anybody. I'm not going to say anything bad about the guy. Last week, you know how it was. I was just stating a point. You know, it, you know, you should probably if you probably fill JT on and maybe you know fill him in on what was said. He probably understand more. Um, JT, a, a guy called in saying something about I don't know what was it, Steve? I can't remember. Well, I just basically saying uh, uh, you know Nicoletti um, was on a shoestring budget out there, and you called in Eddie, and and that's what was said on TV, and you called in Eddie and said. Uh, you know, basically saying the team is not shoestring. It's a it's a well run team with the, you know a good budget. Uh, yeah, Phil's not getting paid, but it's a good budget and it's a respectable factory supported team by Yamaha. And uh, it's not as bad as maybe some people think, or perhaps as Jason Wygant made it out to look like. Oh, and, and then somebody like y'all were saying how he might be a good second rider for another team, and I said, hey, what's wrong with the team he's on? He's got good bikes, all his build. You know, like. Phil doesn't have a worry in the world about knowing that every week his team's going to be there and be there to support him, not, hey, we, we can't fly you this week. Hey, you know, uh, we don't got bikes. We don't got practice bikes. All that for Phil is taken care of. And then out of the blue last week, he must have listened on the archive, this guy Jordan. And like I said, I'm not going to – I mean, maybe he took it out of context because, I mean, he was, like, really upset. And all I was doing was stating so- the point that, you know, our team – is not a shoestring, like he said, if you're not making a salary, that's considered a shoestring budget. There's a lot of good guys who rode for great teams. For one, Chris Gossler rode for Mitch Payton one year for no salary, just bonuses. They're not on a shoestring budget. 
Chris Bloss wrote for Troy Lee and Harden Huntington, no salary. They're not on a shoestring budget. Um, All that was said was the team MFAB Tyloo Yamaha stepped up for Phil and offered him a ride when nobody else wanted Phil. And Phil's done amazing. And I was just saying, like, I don't think, it, you know, it's like, not that I'm, it's not a big deal. Like saying our team is definitely not on a shoestring budget. Like we have come in our semi. We Eddie, have Eddie, this this guy. To suspend, what's that? This guy is also on Twitter, calling you names. Yeah, he. No, yeah, I mean, he just called same thing. He called me a douchebag, and like I said, I'm not mad at him. Like I think maybe he just took it out of context or whatever. But he's really upset with me. He, this guy, than, this guy is so upset. He's really he, upset. He's tweeting you and leaving voicemails. He's very upset. Yeah, at you. And, and you know what? If Jordan's listening, like it's nothing. All, all I was stating is that our team is by no means on a shoestring budget. And then he threw at me, well, if y'all got extra money, y'all should pay him, you douchebag. You know what? That's why a lot of teams are folding, because people are just throwing money out there, and the next thing they know, they're in debt. Tom has a solid program. Alan has a solid budget. And you know what? It's like, you know, it was just me saying that, hey, our team's not only. We got plenty of money. We got enough to go racing. Our semi makes it every week. We're solid. We're there. We have bikes. Um, you know, J- that's just the point I was getting at. JT. And then all of a sudden, like I said, now there's a, a, a voicemail. Uh, JT, can I get a verdict on this? Can I get a thought on this? Oh, I, yeah, I don't know enough to really say it. I mean, I don't I don't think that Wygant was trying to portray them as barely making it to the races. I just think he was trying to distinguish between what Ryan Villapoto has to deal with and what Phil Nicoletti has. It, it's a different... It's a different way of going racing, and it's a different financial situation. And then it kind of spiraled out of control from there. Um, yeah, and, and here, here's where it all started. When you're trying to sell a team, obviously, to another sponsor, and you're showing in these clips, like, you know, Tom sits down, and he puts together all these clips to obviously make a presentation to another sponsor. You know, the last thing they want to hear is, oh, you know, Phil, Letty, Phil, you know, Phil Nicoletti's on a team that's on a shoestring budget. It just sounds, it sounds kind of, it sounds bad. You know what I mean? And really, Steve knows the story about how how all this came to be, why I called in. And it's like, now I'm taking the lashing for it. Guys guys calling you douchebag. (laughs) Yeah, really. And I'm like, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, people are going to call in. And if Jordan's listening, you know what? I I wasn't trying to be a jerk to Jordan. I'm a huge supporter of Phil Nicoletti. You should get Phil on the show and ask him, you know, that. If anybody's there, got Phil oh, back every week. You said he's you know, picky. I'm, you said he's picky. What's that? You said he's picky. Oh, I, uh, hey, and you know what? Ask him what. Hey, so anyways, he calls me or texts me this week and says, "I'm picky. Are you effing serious?" And ask what that, and you just find out what that led to. Phil, you know, obviously some some things got taken care of for Phil, and you know what? Phil's a great rider, and Phil's gonna make a salary. You know, it's just that. Whatever. I mean, this guy. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about the guy. I'm not going to, you know, start right, a, right. an argument or a war. You know, like that's what good is that going to do? I just felt if we were going to so, play this guy's voicemail calling you a douchebag, you should get a chance to further explain yourself. That's all. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I could come on and start, you know, retaliating with, you know, other, you know, obviously saying stuff back to him. But what's that going to accomplish? All I'm trying to do, all I was trying to do, is state a point that, you know. Our team is by far, you know, you know, not on a shoestring budget. Speaking of that, so, uh, speaking of um, teams and stuff, uh, it just popped in my head, DV. Uh, first time we've had you on the show since Jake Canada, a guy you found and signed, got fired. Yeah. Or quit, depending on who you talk to. 
I don't know. I read the press release too, and um, I don't know what's going on. I thought it sounded like an excuse or something, or something bigger happened, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not into it that much to know exactly the details. Well, Genova says they basically got a, a tip that he was uh, doing some illegal drugs. They asked him to take a test. He said no. They said you're fired. Jake says he quit beforehand. Typical. No, that makes he sense. Said, that makes said, sense, but, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just a guy that I just brought up just yeah. because he was. You could name twenty guys that smoke pot during the week and go race, you know. But if twenty, twenty, I bet RFE's one of them. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a bunch of them. You know, they, they all think they're cool. You know, twenty. You know, they think they make up. You know, fifty. Not twenty top guys, just twenty guys in general. You know, they think the thing. The problem is with those kids. They don't. They don't know the. They don't know how to do anything else than ride a bike. Some of them don't do it very good. Not (laughs) some of them not that great, but still make money out of it. You know, why would you, you know, jeopardize doing crap like this? You know, like if it's true. But I know for a fact. You know, like a bunch of guys. Jeopardize. Yeah. Okay. What was that? My accent. Yeah, yeah, sound weird. Yeah, just yeah. See, yeah. Sorry about that. No, no, I'm just saying. And then um yeah, so they make, you know, fifty, sixty grand a year or maybe like maybe more with bonuses yeah. or and then, you know, they they you know, cool guys from the inland empire, you know, and nice trucks and chicks and whatever but this don't you know. Huh? When they're done with their racing career, they're gonna have to go work somewhere. Yeah. You know, they don't make any money. So might as well make the best of it and just try it and be serious. And, you know, I'm not judging Jake or if he does it or if it's right or not because I have no idea. I know some do it. You know, they they brag about it. And um, But, you know, why would you do that anyway? But I'm not to about Jake, I don't know. I know the kid. I yeah. think he's super – he was super serious when I was there. And I trained him. I, I was at the track with him and – he was like listening. He was, you know, a great kid to have uh, in a team, you know. And he did great for us that year. I know he's some top tens and stuff, so that was good. Mm-hmm. It was a deep field too. Um, <laughs> deep field. Hey Eddie, thank you for coming on and saying that. Hi, thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. All right, see. You. JT's career washed up, just up in smoke too. Another guy. <laughs> yeah, I was. I used to hit the pipe pretty hard. <laughs> The reason you you were done after you know seventeen years, yeah, it was, it was finally caught up. It wasn't with me. it wasn't the speed, it wasn't the lack dude, of speed, dude, it wasn't the endurance. Do you know? Yeah, believe me or not, I never smoked pot in my life. I never ever tried it. Never ever. Me neither. You're in good company. Oh yeah, mm. good. Mathis, I'm sure you tried. Never. Liar. Nope. You're a pothead <laughs> through and through. <laughs> never, never, never smoked cigarette ever. Never took a drag on one. Never did anything. A lot of cheeseburgers. Mm. <laughs> what and fries? Yeah. And fries? Uh, not not so much fries, <laughs> just, just cheeseburgers. Um, all right. Uh, and uh, voicemails. Let's finish these. Yeah. They don't get any better, by the way. In case you're wondering. Ooh. It's it's a, it's a <laughs> way to it's, keep the, uh, the listeners in tune. It's it's a, it's a weak week, huh? You're a weak week. It's a weak week. Your mom's a weak week. Morgel's questions out of nowhere. Yeah. That Dave guy that called three times. Mm. You can't knock them all out of the park, DV. Without the good or without the bad, you wouldn't know the good. 
Maybe it's JT. I felt like JT didn't bring his A game tonight either. Really? JT is a dungy like on his show. He's always like. No, last week he was. He, he was angry. Yeah, let's yeah, play, let's play these things. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hey, no, no. Both you guys rock. This is Andrew from Central Coast of California. Uh, just had a thought. Um, looking forward to the Supercross season. I wonder why the tracks aren't replicated each year. We go to the same motocross tracks, and obviously it would be boring if we race the same Supercross tracks every year after year after year. But there's a common theme that you know a lot of the tracks stuck and. If you look back at some of the history and pick some of the better racetracks that they're in and modify them or tune them and make them better and then swap them out every year and make randomize them, um, might make for good racing. Also, a point I wanted to say is, is that motocross is so much cooler and there's more stuff involved going outdoors than there is in a stupid stadium. So uh, I want to get your guys' opinion on that. Thanks. Bye. Uh, what was he saying? I, I wasn't listening. He was saying that why don't they change the outdoor tracks oh. like they do supercross tracks year uh, to year. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we've talked about that in regards to Unadilla, JT. Like, why not move the banners 10 feet over? Yeah, I think they almost do it. I think they do it. They do that now, and I think they do it too much. They take away some of the cool traditional aspects of some of the tracks sometimes. Well, they definitely, yeah, they put, like, the, the triple step up and the this yeah. and the that. They're trying to keep a two-minute lap times, and they'll, they'll sacrifice some of the track for that. Yeah. Because of TV purposes, uh, and yeah. and I mean the teams tell MX Sports we need to be on TV. So some of that comes from the teams. No, it's not just all the big evil MX Sports. Does the team the teams are asked to be like on three different channels oh, to, to to have a broader <laughs> uh, audience? I don't know, but it, it is sure a pain in the ass to click them. it. I'll tell yeah, you it what. Hey, Sinjin, the channel field is deep. It is. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. I had to buy batteries. My remote Sinjin, gave up. Sinjin, what's up? I just need to say, this is the worst fucking show I've ever heard. All right, see you later. Uh, next, next voice. Was well, Sinjin? Yeah. I wanted to hear him. He, he, just said he heard him. Yeah, <laughs> that's good enough. It, I got your opinion. We're good. Hey, it's White Bubba here. It's raining yellow. Hallelujah to raining yellow. Um, man, James took a huge hit at uh, Southwick. Scary. I slowed it down frame by frame and watched it. Um, scary. Just playing scary, but... Did you turn the heat on? Deserves some credit. No, I, I stopped I like it. I was freezing my ass I mean, off here. He's Come crashing on, a lot. I don't like that, but I like the fact he's, he's showing up. You know, he's not yeah. showing up for one moto, doesn't go his way, and then he calls it quits. He's he's a racer. He he's showed there, up. Not hey, racing. I that's, didn't uh, think he was going to go what he up. needs to be doing. You know, pick yourself up and get back to it. Keep grinding, so... Um, I just wanted to say that was scary. That's straight, straight scary that it, that James took. So uh, major, Is that major, guy just major credit to him for up? shaking that off and getting that. Like Las Vegas with, wasn't scary with, uh, and my Morris wasn't scary. Unreal pace these guys are running right now. The Delapoto and whatnot. What? What was James Stewart's worst crash ever? JT Las Vegas. Las Vegas shootout. One twenty-five. Fuck. Oops, sorry. No, you can say fine. What about when he landed on RC? That was pretty nasty. Dirty mouth. No. And no, no, no. Mar- RC's was and not. Ma- the Mar- Morris no? one. The Mar- Morris one after the mechanics. That was a bad one. Yeah. No. no. Did, uh, did, didn't I you, think. What's the one where he had the, the, the his endo because the engine quit? Southwick. Southwick. Okay. That, would, uh, that was, was pretty bad, too. That was fast. You're hauling yeah, ass yeah, in that section. But he actually kind of crashed pretty well. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. fell pretty well. But, dude, Vegas. in Vegas. <laughs> and Mar- Morris. Dude, I don't think 
I, I don't want to get those two. Those J- two. JT, you say Matt Morris? High point? I said, yeah, I said Matt Morris. Right. I think so. But Vegas, what about Vegas? Vegas was obviously <laughs> ridiculous. Not that guy's that guy's ragdolled himself a lot. Can you, hey, you, what about hey, dude? What about uh, a couple years ago or last year on Daytona? Same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, well, which time? The sit bounce. The sit bounce. The, the little three out of the oh, turn yeah. when he wheelied and sit yeah. bounce at the same time. And then he Did tried to get on his bike and fell. <laughs> <laughs> but then a few years before that at Daytona, he like, ragdolled himself over that hay bale. Oh, yeah. It looked like he uh, hit his front brake on. Yeah. yeah. What, what about this year when he, he hit the hay bale straight, straight on after the mechanics of the Supercross? <laughs> We're just we're just all reminiscing. All right. We're just like, what about what about the ones at home that we don't see? Yeah, it's like I think that I think we're we're diagnosing his problem. <laughs> the Vegas was ugly though, because because it's, so it's such such a soft landing in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's concrete, like concrete. Right. He just belly flopped on the asphalt. Oh, damn! All right, let's finish these voicemails. So that was a Wigan's fault. That... What? That's all Wigan's fault. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this this story your boss has made made up or not made up about Roxon and that Holly. Oh, you all you want to talk no, about that? Let's not talk about that. Oh. Yeah, we, we we can't. Um, no, I I would rather not because I saw something and that's why I'm like, since it's a great radio, bro, we need to talk about you know those things, you know. Well, know. it's yeah. it's plainly stated in the Racer X thing. J, J, JT wrote that. Ah, JT yeah. wrote it. JT wrote I did, that. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't know. I just saw the the Instagram picture of the thing. Uh, JT's been been spraying that fire out with pump. Oh, uh, that's why. Oh, I understand. Okay. So, uh, Roxon. But uh, you know what? I, I kind of didn't like Roxon's deal with that. Just like I didn't like Chad's deal with the step up. Hey, um, like, uh, hey JT, you, JT, on you, your defense, for your defense, if you wrote it or did that, you know, I got a letter. It was 2002 Daytona, and uh, so that was my second or third time in Daytona, third time, and I was like chilling in downtown or whatever, and uh, I took a picture on an Ollie, you know, just uh, at my website back then, and just as a fun picture, so I was on an Ollie, took a picture, say, oh, that's bike week, whatever, having fun just before the race, and I got a letter from Yamaha, like, that's... Like a physical letter? Yeah. No, kids. I got a letter. I got two letters. I got two letters. It was a carrier pigeon came yeah. in with a Just note. Saying. I got two letters from Yamaha in six years. That's what one of them. That shouldn't do that. We sell bikes exactly the same. Right. Yamaha. I didn't even know. I thought it was, uh, you know, I made a mistake, you know, and, and I apologize, whatever. And the right. second time I got a, a letter... When I rode with yellow gear in Bercy. No. That was <laughs> probably, they were probably more upset about that. Yeah, and there's, that's two oh, letters right, I got. Yamaha's but, yeah, yeah, you know, like, I think the factories, they're really – when I see, like, guys jet skiing with Kawasaki's and they ride some, something else and they have, like, the Kawasaki signs on it, and, like, I'm like, dude, that's a no-no. That's a big yeah, yeah, no-no, yeah. you know? Yeah. Hey, basically, this is what happened. I heard that, that – I heard what I wrote. I wrote it. Roxon said it wasn't true, so he basically, you know, wanted to get to the bottom of it, called me out, which that's his prerogative about how he went about it. Um, I talked to him. He assured me that wasn't true, so I apologized to him 
Um, the, the really the only only unfortunate part is that Davies Magazine and name got dragged through the mud over something that I wrote, which sucks. People comment ridiculous things, um, honestly about nothing really. That that that's the worst part. So it really wasn't a big deal. It just the same thing happened with Chad and the step up deal. Anytime something like that happens, people go bananas on the comments and say just insanely incorrect things. Well, so. it, it, look, look, I just, I, I mean, I'm friends with these riders and stuff, but if you have a, an issue, uh, call Davey Coombs directly. Don't put it on, and same thing with Chad. Uh, I didn't think that was that cool. Well, or me, or me. I, my name's on it. Like, my name is at the top of that paragraph. You know, you know what? I, like, I, did not, I did not follow, like, the whole thing and the, and on the chat room or, or whatever, I just saw something that I, I follow Ken on Twitter. I don't have Instagram. I follow him on Twitter, and he posted something, and I saw the the uh, the print screen, or you know, the the, the screen capture yeah, yeah, of the yeah. um, of the article, and uh, and that's about it. I did not see like the rest, what happened after, but it's weird because it happened to me too. So it could have well happened yeah. to him, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Um, we have, um, we have, uh, uh, Jordan is, this is Jordan who called Eddie a douchebag. Oh, welcome, yeah, to, the only. welcome hey. to the show, Jordan. What's up, man? You're very angry. Hey. Eddie Ray. Yeah. Um, I probably was a little off with the douchebag comments. So I apologize for that. But, uh, no, he's a douchebag. Don't worry about it. He's a douchebag. <laughs> don't, don't worry. But I was offended by when he was, he acted all offended that somebody would suggest he would want to go to another team. He was like, oh, why wouldn't you stay here? And then he said something about having all this extra money and you would just think the writer getting, you know, 99% of your exposure. If you're not paying him a salary, you might want to start, especially if you want a chance at him next year. But yeah. Well, that, 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 that is it. When, when Nicoletti's contract is up, he will have offers for salary, I would imagine. JT, DV, right? Wouldn't you think? Somebody? Um, with, judging off his year. And he'll, you know, if he'll have to make that decision himself and be like, well, these guys are offering me a salary and Fab's offering me a salary. Uh, you know, it's better to go with the, with the team you do know as opposed to the team you don't know, I guess. So. Yes, sir. I mean, them not paying Nicoletti a salary. I, honestly, JT, should he have got a salary? Probably not. I would say in this economy, the way things are, probably not right. not going into this year. It's not like they screwed him. You know what I mean? No, yeah. and that wasn't you know that wasn't the right, point. Right, He's just right. talking about having. Of course, they have hundreds of thousands of dollars. Obviously, that's what it costs to go racing. They're semi. They have money for that, but just you know all this extra money, and then he was offended why he would talk. You know why he'd go to another team like. You know, I just thought right. that kind of odd. You know, uh-huh. wouldn't you say Nicoletti's getting ninety nine percent of that team's exposure uh-huh. at the moment? Yeah, 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 no. Um, and that's all, that's all I'm saying there, especially if you want to shot at him next year. But, the, yeah, a little off on the douchebag comment. So I was nah, a little in middle of the day at work. Nah, you, were, nah, you nailed it. You were right on. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, no, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Right. I, I, like the, I like the passion. Yeah. No, I like the passion. I understand it. Uh, I've certainly been known to do that from time to time. Um, all right. Uh, anything else? JT, DV? DV, you're driving back to SoCal tonight? Yeah, I think so. We're going to wrap this shit up then, don't we? Uh, I want to sleep in my bed. Uh-huh. And, um, and watch Sports Center and what's on my DVR. What, what, what do you do when you wake up in the morning and you got nothing to do? Like, what, what, do you, <laughs> so, like, it's easy. You know, like, everybody asks me, oh, are you bored? I'm not bored. I'm like, okay. I'm, 
it's so cool. I mean, you got your kitties. And yeah. So. so it's summertime, so I have my kids 50% of the time. So I get bu busy with that. If I don't have them, I just hang out and, you know, uh, Tits, you, you get up poke. and just hang out? Play poker. Play all the time, every day. <laughs> he hangs out in yeah. his truck. <laughs> Sleep in, That's wakes up, opens the opens the back cab door. Then, when he's really living, he flips down all the way and lays out. Uh, Turns the AM radio on. No, I just do some stuff. I work for the Le Black. Uh, I do the work for Le Black, you know, and um, and that's about it. Go to baseball games and um, watch on Saturdays. I watch the. Motocross on TV. Okay. Watch some soccer. It's kind of like, like a very fulfilling lit. life. Just like <laughs> chill. pretty much do what Mathis does. Just Mathis types a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I resent that. And I live like pretty Happy modestly. Mm -hmm. I live in Menifee. You know, I have my house paid off, small house. Just chilling, and to see what the life's gonna bring me next. I guess. Lots of times to post selfies of yourself. With uh, my super optics case and lens, it's just uh, got a boner right now. <laughs> uh, hey, um, thanks to Kelly Stavis, she was great. She was. I hope she comes back. I think she might. She has a sister, I think. <laughs> I don't know. We can ask her. Single TV. sister. <laughs> um, thanks to uh, Jason Thomas. Thanks to uh, Jessica Patterson, Eddie Ray, Jordan, Jordan, Tits, Dave, uh, Sinjin. Sinjin, can't do it without Sinjin. David Villeman. Dowdy. Um, Mojo. <laughs> Dowdy. Dowdy, thank you, Dowdy. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? We're going to blame this show on Dowd. Uh, he, he, you know, really he cut our mojo. Yeah, he, he cut the mojo. Yeah. He, like, he was our main guest. Like, I, I was very yeah. – he retired his last race I ever. Bet, I bet he's going to be on DMX. He was a designated – he was a designated guest. I, I, you know I was going to stir the pot with DV and him in 98, 125 Supercross title. You know mm. I was all over that. Yeah, but we never got into it. We well, never, it doesn't matter. Uh, I would make it happen. Maybe we could have talked about the Wolves and Phoenix right. when I was okay. doing like 3-3-3. Three, three, three yeah. Okay, whatever. I, you know I was going to exploit no. that battle. Um, what are you going to do, though? Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix all on board with us uh, on this Monday night. Southwick has come and gone. Red Bud this weekend. Uh, I, have, I have to say hi to a friend of mine. He's listening. Okay. Mickey V, the king of Sacramento. Your basketball team sucks, but it's okay. Is that Mickey Diamond? No, Mickey V. V. Oh, no, no, not D. Mickey yeah. D, like... No, McDonald's? No, Mickey V, like a V, like victory. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, JT, thank you for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Right. Uh, we'll see you at Red Bud, right? You got the VIP, VIT Sports, BTO yes. Sports. Uh... Steve, I will be at every race okay, from bro. here on out, right. probably for the rest of my Six life. more. You're going to be mad, bro. Hey, JT, we, no. need to, we need to do a dual race just to for the, the revenge of San Francisco. You beat the shit out of me every week in my whole life. Why would I want to do it more? Dude, I haven't rode in six months. I'm 220 you, pounds. Me neither. If there is somebody who has not let go of it, it's JT, man. He just pines for it all the time. I've never seen anybody unable to let go like JT. I love it. Just... I love JT. 
All right, that's, things think, things got creepy now. right now. No, no. We need, we need, <laughs> hey, we need to do a poker game one of these days. Can can somebody like? Yeah, make, like, I need. I do need some extra cash. Yeah, why don't oh. we do like a a poker game like? Truman wants in. Yeah, Truman, I'm sure is in. Truman wants in with anything. You, you know what? Anything <laughs> with money does not matter. Hey, let's let's do a before like um, like Elsino, uh, national. Yep. I can get a, a table just for like we get like nine players or eight nine players and and we play we play a cash game whatever we want. Yep, I'm in. Like a ten dollar buy-in. I'll nope. Do it. For you? Yeah. No, we can we can do a game and have fun or whatever. Just just do like a one table cash game. Just people that we know that wants to play poker. I'm sure Eddie right. Ray is gonna play. Yeah. Maybe Jessica can play. She plays too. So. Tits will be raising people in optric optric cases. <laughs> I raised one man. I got a shirt and a mount. <laughs> and who needs concrete work? Who needs a patio done? Uh, I raise you one night's sleep in the back of my truck. <laughs> Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks, JT. All right. See you, guys. All right, see you later. Uh, that's Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, the great David Villeman. Thank you, Villy. Uh, good times in Las Vegas. Uh, tits, thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our guests. Thanks to our sponsors. We will be back next Monday night. We have a special co-host coming in. He's flying in to, uh, to do the show. We, we, we're very excited to have that. And DV will be back in a couple of weeks, I think, after that. And uh, thanks again, everybody. Have a good night. See you next Monday. Later. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.